on the diamond, it's time to play ball. Welcome to today's presentation of Lawrence High School Baseball, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. As the teams are warm enough for the game, let's turn things over to your Bronx broadcasters and go down to Chris Aponte and Trey Wright to get the first look at the cards duel on the diamond, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Welcome to Lawrence High School Baseball. Here I'm Chris Aponte here with Trey Wright as the Lawrence Cardinals face on the Princeton Tigers, a 5-1 and one Lawrence team going against a 1-4 and four Princeton Tigers team here on this beautiful Friday evening. Absolutely, and uh, welcome to, once again, to Lawrence High School Baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting day. You know, first pitch originally slated for 4:15, changing back to 4 o'clock for all of us here, so a little bit of a pre brief pregame Actually, you know, not really a pregame. Going to get right into the action here with Giovanni Brogel leading off for the Cardinals today. Cardinals starting the season 5-1. and one, And Giovanni Brogel looking to get things going against a Princeton team that fell to Cinnamonson in their last outing 16-0 and up to zero with the Cardinals. Their last win, a 10-2 win over the Franklin Warriors. Yeah, uh, this should be a... Uh, big game, both teams, uh, Lawrence coming off a big win, and as you just mentioned, Prince coming off a loss. Um, see how both teams can uh, move forward from there, and the first pitch is on the way. Uh, right, seems we've got a high fastball in the zone. Uh, I'm sorry, just outside the zone, so the count is 1-0 uh, to start off the game. West Price on the mound for the Tigers this afternoon. In the record of 0-1, he's an ERA of 0, as Brogel's going to take a dirty ball there. Well, pitch outside. No harm, no foul, and the count is up to 2-0 for Giovanni Brogel, who currently leads Lawrence with seven hits, or uh, seven runs scored, excuse me, and a batting average of 263 with 19 out-of-bats. That ball's just in the zone, and the count's going to go to 2-1. Yeah, here we go. It's uh, a, good, a good pitch right there in the zone. So Brogel right there just taking his time, letting uh, the pitcher get comfortable and seeing if he could just uh, tie his arm out early in the match. Next pitch coming in here by Price. It's high outside the zone. Count goes to three and one. Next up in the lineup in the cards is Aiden Crowley, who's playing third base. Uh, yeah, first base today, excuse me. Giovanni Brogel playing left field. Robert Kelly is third in the lineup. He's playing at shortstop. Here's the pitch from Price. That's going to be just in the zone. Nice breaking ball there from Price. We got a full count now, uh, three two. So now we'll see how he can protect the plane and move on here, Brogel. Uh, seems pretty comfortable there in the batter's box right here. So I uh, got the Cardinals uh, sideline here getting a little, little rowdy here. And pitch coming down right now. Outside, uh, inside, pardon me. So it's a ball. Brogo with the first walk of the day. First man on base. I think that was a good at bat for being the first at bat of the game. Let the pitcher uh, get to a full count um, and just, just work everything out from there. Amen to that. Aiden Crowley on the mound. He uh, stepped inside the batter's box for the first time this afternoon. Price gets his sign, and he's going to throw back to first base towards Brogel. For the Princeton Tigers, playing first base today is going to be Jack Durbin, number three. He's batting fourth in the lineup. Price looks back once again towards first base. And he's going to go back once again. But Brogel continues to be safe on first base. Yeah, it seems like they just want to make sure Brogel doesn't get a, too big of a lead. They know he has speed. Um, see how the Cardinals start using that on the back today. 
We saw that a lot in their uh, previous game that we were at um, against Hamilton. There we go. It's just inside it, debating if it hit him or not. Had a couple players here on the sideline saying it hit him, but uh, umpire seems to see nothing here. So um, starting the play go on. Count on one. Brogel with about a five-step lead on first base. Count is you know, 1-0, excuse me, for Aiden Crowley. Here's the pitch towards the plate. That's going to be just high. I thought he painted just the top of the zone there. And yes. the Princeton sidelines want to call that a strike. Yes, he might oh, excuse me, they are going to call that a strike. My apologies. Not too sure. It seems like the umpire said ball. Scoreboard says strike. <laughs> a bit confusing here, but... Um, we, yeah, see where we go from here. We have Brogo Mana on first. Then we have Aiden Crowley up at bat currently right now. Aiden Crowley doing a pretty well job this season uh, up at the plate with a 500 average and eight hits. That is a real ball outside of the zone there from Price. Two balls, one strike, half count here towards Aiden Crowley's first at bat of the afternoon here. Robert Kelly. On deck right now in the holes, Kellen Moore's playing DH day. Teak Toto bats fifth. He's playing right field. Riley Rivera playing second base. He bats sixth. Deacon Moore, who's on the mound this afternoon, and that ball is going to get away from Jack Durbin in the outfield. Yes, he might got away, but the coaches just, uh, just figured they play things smart and just let him stay at first base there. But definitely a little wild ball from the pitcher going back to first base. It's probably the what, fourth one so far during this one at bat. So. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> West Price definitely with uh, an eye there um, on Brogley there on first base. That's a decent side lead. Ooh. And that's going to be outside. So uh, it was actually a 3-0 count, so we were right. It was a ball, so it was 2-0 when we once called it. They just got the scoreboard wrong. So now it's going to be runners on first and second as Bra uh, Crowley will take his base. Next up, Robert Kelly, who last game was, uh, you know, pretty did pretty decent, was one for four with a set or a double in the bottom of the fifth inning against the Nottingham North Stars, our last broadcast, excuse me. And then, you know, we have, now the Cardinals have two men on base, a bunt signified here, and then we get a, just a little turnaround pitcher, just takes a quick step off the mound to make sure everyone stays where they're at. So going back into our lineups for this afternoon, Deacon Moore, he is pit, uh, the pitcher, he's going to be on the mound this afternoon. He bats seventh, Ben Pollock playing left field. He's going to be batting eighth. Batting ninth is Drew Dobkin. <coughs> Drew Dobkin, excuse me. He's going to be playing catcher this afternoon. That rounds out your lineup here. And we'll get a little bit of an infield shift as Kelly will bunt that down the third base line. And, oh, the bat. Jack Durbin cannot hold it down. Extra bases for Kelly. That's going to score Brogel. Wow, so, just a interesting set of things going on here as we had a bunt. Uh, then a wild throw by the third baseman for Princeton, Jai Justice. And then we had Brogley come around to make it home. Crowley currently on third base and Robert Kelly with, it seems, uh, was a button. It was an error. However, he did make it to second base safely off a bunt. Yeah, so Kelly will go on second. He got Aiden Crowley on third. And that was just, I don't think that was really a wild throw from the baseman of Jai Justice. That was uh, Bill Walt. Ex uh, ben Walden, excuse me, just trying to catch the ball with a uh, open bare hand, his non-gloved hand, and the ball just went about a foot wide of that. Yeah, right there, we're having just a bit, a bit of a, a wild pitch right there, just 
almost coming to the head of Kellen Moore, however, and Scott just that enough uh, far down. And then ahead of West Price here loading up on the mound. Price just, you know, just trying to record an out as that's going to be fouled off to the right side by Moore. The Cardinals right now just having everything in their favor. Two men on in scoring position. Uh, currently no outs. Count is one and one, and they currently already uh, hold the quick and early 1-0 lead. Price gets his sign from the catcher of... I believe that's Chase Hammerschlag as the, who's playing catcher here this afternoon. And indeed it is. As that's going to be a line drive foul ball from Moore. He goes down the count one and two. Excuse me, that's just going to be, uh, yeah, this is going to be one and two towards Kellen Moore. He's playing DH this afternoon. Connor Crowley playing third base. He's not in the batting lineup as of right now. Here we go. Pitch coming in, and they shot right back at the pitcher, getting through the gap. One run coming in. They signify for the second one. Seems like he will get in safely, and he does. Kellen Moore with this double RBI. I'm sorry, a single two RBI. Yeah, so. Moore with a beautiful shot right up the 5-4 gap, and he is able to score both uh, Kelly and Crowley. So as quickly, the Cardinals going up 3-0 with no outs on the board, and that will bring up Teak Toto. He's playing right field this afternoon. Kellen Moore on first base right now, and we've seen like a lot of this out of Kellen Moore so much this season. Him uh, both really dominating on the mound and now driving, <laughs> driving in, <coughs> excuse me, driving in two hits, so two RBIs on the afternoon already for the junior. That's gonna be outside for Teak Toto. Oh, I believe they're gonna call that. That was a strike, excuse me. Yeah, seems like right now that uh, the Cardinals are, are in the groove starting early in the game. Uh, quick, like you said, 3-0 lead against the Princeton Tigers. And uh, they're just exploiting them right now and seeing what they can take as an advantage. Price looked like it was going to throw back towards first base. Balked there for a second. Not going to score an official balk. Seemed like that from this angle, but um, not a call over here. West Price with already a handful of pitches here in this first with no out so far. Here's the pitch for Toto. That's going to be a beautiful sinker there from Price. And Toto quickly goes down on the count, 0-2. He currently leads the Cardinals, or second to the Car second on the team, with RBIs this season at 7. Let's see if he can surpass Aiden Crowley, who currently holds that lead right now with 8 RBIs in 6 games so far in the 2023 campaign. That's going to be fouled to the right side there by Toto, the sophomore. Yeah, right there, Toto just been able to put the barrel right there on the bat, staying alive in the count, kind of still 0-2. Um, yeah, he's trying to stay alive right here, make the uh, Princeton pitchers right here, West Price, just work. And, uh, I mean, it's also a beautiful day, so <laughs> it doesn't mind to be outside. Yeah, that's all you got to do, just get their pitch cup uh, count out as here comes the pitch. That's going to be a swinging strike there. No, it's going to be a little bit of a wild pitch there. They're going to score that in E2 for Chase Hammerschlag, who cannot hold the ball. So that's going to advance more to second, but first out of the day, recorded Teak Toto. Unfortunately, yeah. going to be out. Yeah, definitely. It was the first out, but I uh, seem uh, they just, Cardinals just got someone in scoring position for their team, so uh, could have worked in their favor. However, just one out. There we go, another uh, little turnaround for the pitcher to make sure no one is advancing any bases. Um, it's 
have it so far here in the first inning for the Tigers. They've just been uh, making sure the runners don't get anywhere. That's lined by Rivera. That's going to go right to the second baseman of Ben Walden, but that's going to be muffed there by number three, Jack Durbin. Yes, yeah, like he just couldn't get enough on the ball right there. Couldn't scoop it off from the sand. And um, there, right there, we just got another base hit uh, for the Cardinals. Uh, and just Riley Rivera just able to get on base. It's just, it's just textbook what you want right now. I mean, it's not necessarily the, the hits that you're getting, but getting men on base and just keeping things alive for the Cardinals is what, all you can ask. Deacon Moore in the batter's box for the first time this afternoon. Seventh in the lineup. Here's the pitch from Price. Bunt down the first baseline, but unfortunately it's going to be just foul. So the count will quickly go to 0 and 1. Yeah, you were talking about, you know, just getting on base, getting on base. You really sound like a Billy Bean and P Peter Brand from Moneyball. <laughs> you know, just uh, he gets on base. How you doing? Yeah, just keeping it simple right now. Nothing, nothing, nothing too fancy. Uh, just textbook baseball right here. And it's pretty much all you can ask for, especially in high school baseball. Just textbook and see where we go from here. Another step back from the pitcher on the mound. Um, I guess he's trying to get comfortable up on the mound. Just only being able to produce one out so far this inning. And already allowing three runs in. Currently two men on base. Another step back by West Price on the mound. And he's just trying to gain confidence so far this season. But Moore's on third base right now, so a base hit would send him home and make the score 4 nothing already in the top of the first inning. Price checks first. He checks third. Runners on the corners right now for the cards. Dobkin's going to go down low. Throw to second is going to be in time. But throw to first is not. So Dobkin on the fielder's choice will get to first. But it's going to be Riley Rivera out at second. So quickly two outs on the board. And Princeton just trying to mitigate the damage so far. But Kellen Moore was able to get home. So now it's 4 nothing Lawrence over Princeton. Yeah, that was just a, a quick play right there for, for Lawrence right there. As they just put the blunt down, just trying to advance all of the players on base. And... Uh, and just able to just sacrifice one player right there, getting the other player on first base and keeping things alive as well, adding another point on the board. Now for the first time this afternoon, it's going to be Ben Pollock as Deacon Moore is going to try and steal second, but he's going to be safe. So Moore, the pit, who's going to be pitching here this afternoon in about an out or so, stealing second base and puts him in scoring position. Yeah. So a little double here from Ben Pollock would send more home and it will be 5 nothing Lawrence already. What a start to the game it has been so far. Yeah, definitely a quick start for the Cardinals. Seems like Moore just wants to just add more points on the board, putting himself in the best position he can be in. Nah, Way high pitch right there by West Price, now making the count, count 2-0 and oh, um, for the Cardinals. Go just trying to find his comfortable, like you said, his sweet spot right here. It's definitely hard to do here in uh, a warm day out here. He's wearing a... Uh, under, under, little shirt. A little undershirt. Under, yeah, so it could be a little warm. Ooh, a ball in the dirt. Catcher having to scoop it up. It's a three and no count here for West Price on the mound. Just struggling in general, trying to find his groove. Let's go, baby. Let's go through him now. We've got Drew Dobkin, the catcher, on deck right now. And then in the hole, it's back to the top of the lineup with Giovanni Brogel. Here's the pitch from Price. That's going to be out and away. And runner on the base is going to be Ben Pollock. He will take his base. And Aiden Poot will come in to replace Deacon Moore on the mound. 
or excuse me, on second base. Excuse me. Yeah, right now then we have now we have Drew Dopkins full lineup for the Cardinals in the first inning. So probably the best thing you can see right here for the team right now, everyone getting a chance to be go up at bat um, and keeping things alive. Now we have two men on base, men on first and second for the Cardinals. Dobkin will take a ball, low, uh, low slider inside. So the count will be 1-0 in his favor. Giovanni Brogel already back in the on-deck circle. And we were talking about this in the pregame show a little bit with uh, Coach Mayer about, you know, a lot of these young guys really starting to really develop as Dobkin will take a ball just in the zone. Good breaking ball there from Wes Price, and the count is even at 1-1. One one. But we're talking about it with Mayer about how these young players are really starting to develop. Guys like Aiden Crowley, Deacon Moore, this freshman class is really strong. And we're seeing a lot from the sophomores like Teak Toto as well. That ball is going to be a little bit outside. 2-1. and one. Yeah, 2-1 count right now. Starting the pitcher work. It's all you could do. It's all you can ask for right now as a team. And I would say right now they're 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 definitely exceeding in there right now, letting the pitcher work. But uh, like you did say previously, a foul tip right there by Drew. Uh, but like you were just saying, the freshman class, the young young squad on this team, um, definitely keep your hopes high. As Coach Mayer did say, they're gonna be a problem in, in their division and conference for the next three, four years, just with the the young young athletes they have on this team. 100%. And we're they gonna be seeing these guys perform really well for this team for a long time coming. Price deals dives towards the mound. That's gonna get away from Hammerschlag. Going towards third is going to be Poot as the runners will both advance. Both him and Pollock will advance. So now Ducks on a pond here as Price just trying to get out of this inning. But the Cardinals trying to rally and just pile on as much cushion as you can. Yeah, not right now, just any basic. Most likely get two, two men in to increase the lead. And that is a shot. However, it goes foul for the Cardinals, so the count remains a three and two count with two outs just here uh best bet for dobkins right here just to protect the plate when really picking up towards our back so that can affect a fly ball if it goes in the outfield here's a pitch from price that's going to be a chopper down the left field line and it's going to be a five three put out to end the side aiden poot getting towards home but it's not going to score since so it's going to be the third out so the cardinals Taking care of business early on, put four runs on the board, Chris. Yeah, four runs, quick four runs on the board. That's all you can ask for. And keep keep in tune with WRC2, and we'll be back with more Lawrence Cardinals baseball here on WRC2, 107.7 The Bronx. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing.
It's baseball season. Tune into 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear me, first baseman TJ Neiman, play select Cardinals home and road games on WRRC2. Listen online at 1077thebronc.com. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Chris Aponte here with Trey Wright, and the Lawrence Cardinals just up with a quick and early lead against the Princeton Tigers, a quick 4-0 early four lead only in the first inning as we're here now entering the bottom of the first inning. Yeah, all nine batters getting a crack at Wes Price there in the top of the first inning, so his pitch count is already through the roof for this one. But taking a look at this Princeton lineup here, we got Jack Durbin, who's batting fourth this afternoon. He currently leads the Tigers in RBIs. With, and he's got the highest batting average on the team with a .417. Then he got Jude Blazer, who is actually not in the lineup this afternoon. He is second when it comes to batting averages. But looking at this Tigers lineup, leading off is going to be Alex Winters. He's playing left field this afternoon. Then you've got the designated hitter for this afternoon. That is going to be John Tiao. Then Michael per uh, Perite, he's batting third. He'll be playing left field this afternoon. Jack Durbin, like I mentioned. He's playing first base, he's batting fourth. As Deacon Moore dives for the, uh, drives one towards the plate. That's gonna be a little high and out, but they're gonna call strike, and the count quickly, 0-1-1. Yeah, good pitch there to start the, the day for Deacon Moore, just getting the, the ball in the strike zone, and uh, seeing what Princeton Tigers could do on the bat. Ooh, quick foul ball right there, so a 0-2 count against the Tigers. Deacon Moore up early in the count. Uh, just how you exploit them. Alex Winters here, uh, just trying to stay alive up on the plate. Alex Winters seems to be having a decent uh, season on the on the bag. Uh, pardon me, uh, on the bat so far with a 286 ER batting average. Their ground ball to second base and little high throw and he will make it safely to first base. Yeah, Rivera with a really high throw, just trying to get it there to uh, Aiden Crowley, so they're going to score that an E4, I believe so. So Alex Winters is going to be on first base there with the E4. Now it's going to be John Tiao, who's designated hitting here this afternoon for West Price. I see right here what Morgan do on the bag. Runner goes. Oh, good ball. Uh, just didn't get the scoop over. Yeah, Drew Dobkin with a little bit of a short there, uh, throw yeah. there, not able to get to Rivera in time. So Rivera playing a crucial part in both runners getting on base. Right there, ball did land a little short, as we did see some frustration by coach, but uh, nonetheless, hey, we'll move on from here. Next pitch coming in from Moore on the mound. That's going to be fouled all the way out of there on the little trail that they've got here behind the ballpark. And this is really a beautiful ballpark here. You know, not your typical, you know, high school ballpark. You know, just a little little recreational park here in yeah, Princeton. It seems like on this side of the field, they're having the uh, varsity game. On the following side, they have the JV game going on. So cool to see both teams playing here. Next pitch coming in. A nice uh, high breaking ball right there, however, just uh, as we saw. Uh, the Tigers right there just staying safe on the base. Foul there from Tiao, who's currently batting 312 this season in five games. He's got two, five hits and 16 at-bats, three singles and then two doubles, so he can really crank that ball towards the outfield. 
Ooh, good pitch right there to get a strikeout first out of the inning for the Cardinals. Yeah, that was a great breaking ball there from Deacon Moore. And he is going to uh, get Tiao out for the first out of the bottom of the first inning. Next up, Michael Perite, who's going to be playing left field this afternoon, batting an even 333 with five hits at 15 at-bats. Four RBIs, five hits, four RBIs, two singles, two doubles, and a triple. He's a home run away from hitting the cycle so far this season and arguably has been one of their top batters. So like in seeing him third in the lineup this afternoon, you've got Jack Durbin in uh, batting cleanup right after him. So let's see if Princeton, they got a runner in scoring position. Let's see if they can get something going. Yeah, they, they definitely need to get something up on the board here if they could just at least put one on the board to just keep some motivation there. Another beautiful breaking ball right there by Moore. Now the count quickly goes to 0-2 in the Cardinals' favor right there now as he did say michael pretty is having a very great season on the plate with uh everything except for home run just to hit the cycle it's pretty impressive how the season just started so early as well yeah and then there's no like a really official marker for a home run here i guess unless you hit one all the way back outside it's just going to be fouled along the left uh the right uh third base line excuse me by parite and you look at aiden crowley for a freshman excuse me no uh deacon moore for a freshman, he's got, you know, in four and two-thirds innings pitched, he's got one win this season, so it was 1-0 on the year. He's only had four hits, two runs, one of them earned runs. He's had uh, only one batter walked, and he's had now seven strikeouts on the season for an ERA of 1.67. Really impressive numbers out of the freshman and only uh, two or three games played. Yeah, especially by being a freshman. It's very impressive thing on the mound here. Uh, again, seniors, juniors, uh, sophomores, some other freshmen, but, you know, you don't really see that. And like you were saying before about how to hit home run in this field, it's like the only option you have is going down the right field line. But other than that, though, you just have to have speed to hit it anywhere else around this park. Yeah, there's a bit of a hill there in right field. As here's the pitch from Moore. That's going to be lined through the 4-3 gap, and that's going to hop on the grass. Teak Toto unable to really come up with it, and that is going to score Winters. So... The Tigers immediately responding here with a little bit of a broken play there from Teak Toto in right field. But they're down. Cut the lead to three here for the Cardinals. Let's see if the Cardinals can take care of business here. You know, maybe get a double play. Yeah, maybe get a double play. Maybe just, you know, get out of the inning with ready one out. That was a good at bat right there just by the Cardinals. Good pitching right there by Moore. Just uh, the Cardinals, right? Uh, pardon me, the Tigers just getting the better out of that bat. Jack Durbin in the box here this afternoon. The right-handed batter has got, let's see what he's got. <laughs> Jack Durbin has got the highest batting average on the season so far with 417. He's got the most RBIs with five, so he knows how to take care of business. As Deacon Moore will throw that back towards Aiden, uh, Aiden Crowley at first base. Freshman to freshman connection. In fact, positions one, two, and three this afternoon here. Dobkin, Crowley, and Deacon Moore, all class of 2027. How about that? Sounds, uh, 2027 sounds a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's good to see that there's three freshmen out there on the, on, the, on the field right now. A lot of good baseball here for the Cardinals in the near future. Definitely. We're definitely seeing like a different culture from this team as we've seen in the years past. We saw like a lot of disillusion, a lot of dysfunction last year as that's going to be a little bit of a slider down low for the umpire's liking. And 
Count's going to go to 2-0 and oh towards Jack Durbin. Yeah, 2-0 and oh right now. Just see right now if Moore could just put the ball in the strike zone for the Cardinals and just get something in there, make the batter work. Dylan Newman in an on-deck circle for the Tigers right now. That's an inside ball, so it's quickly 3-0 and oh here for Deacon Moore. We'll go through the rest of the lineup here. So Dylan Newman, he bats fifth this afternoon. Then we've got Ben Walden. He's batting sixth for the Tigers. Nick Akey bats seventh. Chase Hammerschlag, the catcher, he bats eighth. And then Jai Justice bats ninth here. And that is going to plunk Durbin there. So Deacon Moore with a hit by pitch count is going to send Jack Durbin to first base. Yeah, now we have a uh, Coach Mayer coming out on the mound to talk to Moore uh, after just allowing a run and allowing uh, a walk right here. Seems pretty early, just maybe just because he's a freshman, just need to calm the nerves down at a, a game in Princeton where they did jump to a quick and early lead, so probably the nerves are pretty high. All feel good, but uh, definitely have to come back down and, and, and finish the inning here for the Cardinals. Yeah, and records really don't matter. What matters is, you know, ending this losing streak against the Princeton Tigers. Last time the Cardinals won was on May 5th, 2019, a 6-3 victory over Princeton, but the three games after that, all Tigers dominance, a 4-2 victory, a 10-8, or a 4-2 loss, a 10-8 loss, and then an 8-7 loss. So close games with the Tigers so far. Let's see if the Cardinals can try and break that three-game losing streak. Yeah, this would be big for them too. Like you said uh, previously in the pregame show, it's a nearby, uh, same county, nearby schools. So uh, it's definitely see what they could do here. Dylan Newman in the box, the batter's box, for the first time this afternoon. He struggled a little bit as he's going to foul one along the first base line. Two hits at 14 at-bats this season. Two of both of them were singles. He's hit, been hit by the pitch twice, so he's got a decent on-base percentage, but right now, batting average of one, uh, .143. So struggling a little bit to get the bats alive. Yeah, not necessarily the best batting average to have, but uh, um, nonetheless, it's, it's something here. But like you said, it's not the best. But pitch coming in. Ooh, a high chopper going to second base. Just going to go to first just to get an out, and they do get the out. So there's two out for the Cardinals here in the bottom of the first with the man on third and second. And now we have Ben Walden coming up for the Princeton Tigers, the at-bat. Um, now, you know, the Cardinals could just go to first base no matter what and or just get a quick out anywhere they can. Um, but, you know, a lot more confidence for the Cardinals now that they have two down and they only need one more to go. Amen to that. So runners on Ducks on a Pond, rather. As Hammerschlag comes, excuse me, uh, yeah, no, Ben Walden, excuse me, comes to the batter's box for the first time. He's hit two RBIs. He's going to try and see if he can double that amount here by driving these guys home and putting Princeton back in this game. Moore fires toward the uh, plate, and that is just a great slider there from Moore. And Walden will quickly fall to 0 1 of the count. Yeah, it was a good, great ball right there by Moore in the strike zone. Um, just out the way of Walden. Walden were not able to, to keep up with it right there. Next pitch coming in by Moore. A slow chopper down. Third baseman gets it, goes to first base. And a miss scooped by the first baseman. And another man scores for Princeton. Yeah, the Aiden Crowley completely muffing the ball there. So that will send Michael Perite to the home plate. And they will uh, have him the score for or having the lead for the cards so now 
you got Deacon Moore trying to get out of this inning. That wasn't really his fault there. That was just an easy there from Aiden Crowley. So no harm, no foul there if you're the pitcher. That was, I'm surprised that they, you know, didn't try and get the force out at third. But now Chase Hammerschlag, it's going to be Nick Akey in the box here for his inaugural time this afternoon. He's going to take a ball down low, 1-0. And yeah, Nick Akey's this year only with a 231 batting average, so it's definitely trying to improve that and see if he can get uh, the barrel on the ball right here. Next pitch coming in is high for more, and they take off to second base. So now a man on second and third for the Princeton Tigers, both in scoring position. It's just a quick offensive game for both teams so far. Lauren starting off really strong, and now the Princeton um, trying to re retaliate all those points and get them back on the board, and could possibly be done, be done here with the base hit. Yeah, I'm surprised Walton went that late to the stolen base, and I'm re even more surprised that Dobkin didn't try and you know, make a play at second. But overall, Ducks on a pawn once again. The game-tying run on second, that is Ben Walden right now. Nick Akey with Chase Hammerschlag in the on-deck circle. Here's the pitch from Moore. That's going to be fouled all the way out. And the count quickly go into 3-1. and one. Yeah, just 3-1 count. Uh, <coughs> ball going foul. Moore just trying to work on the, the mound right now. And it could be just uh, the nerves of a freshman right here against Princeton. Uh, he's already pitched before. He obviously has prior experience pitching. Um, but it is different right here. So part of me count is now 2-2. Two and two. Now the count's three and two. Now it is a full count, like Trey just said. <laughs> and, I mean, it's three, two outs, two strikes, three balls. Uh, big pitch right here for, for Deacon Moore on the mound. Uh, could, could either end the side or, or keep hope right here for the Tigers. Pitch coming in. And it is lined out to Teak Toto. Quick F9. And that will end the top or the bottom of the first inning. So... A little bit of a redemption inning here for the Princeton Tigers. They get two runs, but they are still down two to four to your Lawrence Cardinals. Up for the Cardinals, and next time is going to be Giovanni Brogel, Aiden Crowley, and uh, Robert Kelly back to the top of the order for Lawrence. But, yeah. yeah. And we'll be back more with Lawrence Cardinals baseball right here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club inside the Hyatt Regency, Princeton. Audrey Hepburn once said laughing is and will always be the best form of therapy. And that's what Catch a Rising Star Comedy Clubs intend to do. Provide therapy through comedy and deep belly laughs. The original world-famous comedy club, Catch, has been synonymous with the best names in comedy for more than a quarter century. Their performers have appeared on BET, Showtime, Comedy Central, and more. Whether you're looking for a great date night, girls' night out, or solo laughs, Catch a Rising Star is guaranteed to meet your comedy needs. Looking to host your next celebration or event and in need of group tickets? Catch a Rising Star has that covered, too. For tickets and more information online, it's catcharisingstar.com. You'll laugh so hard it will hurt. Meet the multi-talented man of infinite jest, Mike Morse, this weekend at Cats of Rising Star inside the Hyatt Regency Princeton. Enjoy Mike's comedy, song parodies, wacky props, and more. This Friday, April 14th at 8 p.m. and Saturday, April 15th at 7.30 p.m. For tickets, it's catsofrisingstar.com. Hi, this is pitcher and first baseman Rohan Kaisa. Before every first pitch, I tell my family to download the WRRC2 app in Apple and Google Play to listen to me play on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. And just a quick uh, start for both teams here uh, on the offensive side of things. 
Lawrence starting it off with a four-run first inning, and the Cardinals able to match half of that with a two-run first inning. So we are now going into the top of the second with the Cardinals holding a 4-2 lead. Now we got Giovanni Brogel up for the second time this afternoon. He was walked by Wes Price on his first at-bat, and he's trying to get something going and answer the bell that Princeton previously answered. He's trying to re-answer the answer. Ball up and out. 1-0 towards Brogel. Yeah, a bit, uh, bit inside for Brogel, it seemed like, so uh, quick, quick start for uh, Brogel's benefit. And a low and inside ball for Brogel. Again, now Khan going to 2-0. Brogel just happens to be very patient on the on the plate. Um, doesn't seem to force much. If he doesn't like the pitch, he just simply won't take it. And that's what he's trying to do here at the third pitch. Ooh, high almost at his head. Uh, good duck right there by Brogel, so nothing happened. Yeah, Price looked like he was trying to take it, uh, give a pitch to Aaron Judge or something like that. <laughs> very, very high right there. Um, Count going to 3-0 for Brogel's favor. Price pitch coming in, and it is high. So Brogel with the second walk of the night, or of the day. So it's not, yeah, it's not night yet. Sun's still out, still a nice day out. And now we have Aiden Crowley up at bat for the Cardinals. Crowley, who got a single his first time at bat, if I'm not mistaken. West Price just trying to um, find his groove here on the mound. Now he's going back to Brogel. Brogel known for his speed. Uh, taken off early in the first to put himself in a quick scoring position, and he was the first one to come in, taking a good-sized lead. Price coming in by... Or pitch coming in by Price, and it is a strike for Price. <coughs> Princeton does have someone in the bullpen currently just warming up. Um, it's pretty early for that, but it is high school baseball, so. Yeah, you don't want to get the arms too, you know, a little too down, especially if you're Princeton who's towards the bottom of their rotation right now. So they're really just trying to get anybody and anybody just, you know, getting these pitches in. Yeah. <coughs> as many, uh, just anyone, like you said, just to find their sweet spot in. And now Price on the mound confirming the pitch he wants by the catcher. Looking back at first base, Brogel with a good size lead. Pitch in, and it is a foul ball by Crowley. Uh, count is 0 and 2. Yeah, Crowley just, you know, again, like Brogel, he loves to, you know, like see what pitches he can, you know, deal with, see what pitches, you know, he can swing at, see what pitches that he thinks are going to go outside or inside, get himself a ball. You know, really, really smart ball player in the box, especially for a freshman, which is astonishing. Ooh, good off-speed pitch right there by Price. Crowley going down swinging. Uh, one down for the Tigers. Yeah, a bit of a just uh, rough bit there for Crowley. But one down, two to go. Yeah, and now for the Cardinals, we have Robert Kelly up at the at the plate. Kelly, who was the benefit of an E3, got to second base and drove both Brogel and Crowley in in the top of the first inning. So he's got two RBIs on the day already. You know, Brogel uh, having to go back to, to the first base as Price just wanted to check up on him right there. Hey, Rob, hey, six. Here, Brogel taking off, ball getting behind. 
the catcher, but Bronco just staying there at second base, uh, comfortable there in scoring position, and that was a ball as well, so count is 1-0. Brogel advancing to second on the wild pitch. So now Hammerslaw gonna go talk to his pitcher for a little bit, you know, just talk some strategy. But there are two new ways to listen to uh, Lawrence High School Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. Search for WRRC2 on either the Odyssey or MyTuner apps to hit nothing but home runs when you listen to the uh, when you listen to the Lawrence Cardinals play every home game and select road games this season on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Here we go, Rob. Robert Kelly up at the plate right here. Count is one and zero. Uh, one out in this inning so far. Score is currently four to two in the Cardinals' favor. Pitch coming in by Price. Robert getting a good piece of the bat on the ball. However, it is caught by the right fielder. Brogle tags and makes it safely to third base standing. So a sack fly there from Robert Kelly. Going to go all the way to uh, Dylan Newman, who's playing right field. So an F9 there. Scored for Robert Kelly, gets the second out. Now Kellen Moore, who got a single, then advanced to second base on a wild pitch, ended up back home, takes his box for the second time this afternoon. Yeah, see if he can put more points on the board for the Cardinals here. Just has to put the bat, uh, make contact with the ball here. He is at the plate, pitch coming in, it is wild. However, the patcher, catcher with a good scoop right there, and Brogdon having to stay on third base. A hammerslog really needed to be aware of where his pitchers throwing those balls because he is looking like Rick Vaughn without the glasses here. <laughs> but he's got a sign from Hammerschlag. Price just trying to get out of the inning once again. Giovanni broke on third, and that is going to be in the exact same spot. Hammerschlag voicing his frustration there towards Price. Brogel on third, so a base hit will re-extend the lead by three runs. Four to two right now in the top of the first inning. Second inning, excuse me. Yeah, four to two lead for the Cardinals pitch coming in by Price. It is inside. It is inside, so it is considered a ball. 3-0 count for Kellen Moore. Um, he has to see if he could just get on the base. You know, probably just not going to swing here and whatever comes, comes. Here's the pitch. That's going to be just a perfect ball there. I'm surprised Moore didn't try to take a hack at that. He's still up in the count, 3-1, still a hitter's count here. Yeah, I guess better safe to be sorry than to just go swinging and then just causing it out right there with the man on scoring position. So That's I mean, true. He doesn't see if Price would be able to to work right there. As he, Price so far this game has found struggle of getting consecutive strikes in a row. So we'll, we'll see what happens here as Moore calls time on the plate. Umpire gives the time to him and allows play to resume. Teak Toto in the on-deck circle right now, and he is going to get a huge cut there. So three balls, two strikes, two outs towards Kellen Moore. And Brogel would be stranded on third if another strike is going to be called for Moore. Yeah, That's a great pitch right there by Price. Just got it in the spot he needed, and, and more more thought it was his, so he ended up swinging but missing. Next pitch by Price. It is a grounder to third. More getting to the bag. However, it is an out for the Tigers. 5-3 put out ends the side. 
So Brogel will be stranded on third base. Cardinals no runs in, and that gives Princeton a chance to wrap things up or a chance to, you know, encapsulate or eclipse the lead just a little bit. Hammerschlag, Justice, and Alex Winters up to bat. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's bocellipizza.com. That's bocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Bocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. It's baseball season. Tune into 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear me, pitcher Kellen Moore, play select Cardinals home and road games on WRRC2. Listen online at 1077thebronc.com. You're listening to the Cardinals play on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Here, we're here back. Um, I'm Chris Ponte here with Trey Wright. As Card- the Lawrence Cardinals are playing the Princeton Tigers, and the Cardinals have a 4-2 lead starting off the bottom of the second inning. Yeah, a little bit of a rough inning there for Lawrence going down uh, one, two, three. Or actually, Brogel advanced to third base on a base on balls as Deacon Moore deals that one just outside towards Chase Hammerschlag, who leads off at the bottom of the second inning for Princeton. Count one and oh. But like I was saying, Brogel stranded on third, so a great opportunity for Lawrence to re-extend the lead by a run. Chopper down the third base line. That's going to go towards Connor Crowley. He's going to get it towards Aiden Crowley. So the Crowley to Crowley connection records the first out. Hammerschlag out with a 5-3. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, uh, a good scoop right there. But uh, however, you saw a little frustration there on, on the ball. She didn't be able to receive to him by the chest. But a good scoop right there by the first baseman, Crowley, being able to get the first out of the inning. And now we have... Pardon me, we have Jai Justice for the Tigers up at bat. Swigging at the first pitch, going right to the first baseman, and that should be a quick out for the Cardinals, and it is two down for the Cardinals. I was about to say, Jai Justice, you know, lefty batter. You know, lefty batters are pretty important in the nowadays, <laughs> especially with uh, the right uh, Deacon Moore being a right-handed pitcher. But back to the top of the order for the Tigers, Alex Winters, who... Got to first base on E4 and was home to record the first run for the Tigers this afternoon. Is back in the batter's box. He's also a lefty batter. Ball out and away, 1-0 towards Winters. Yeah, it's been a quick inning so far for the Cardinals. Hoping to wrap it up with just a 1-2-3 inning for their team. And seeing if they can put the bats back to the ball, but one more batter to go. It is Alex Winters. He swings at the second pitch. It goes to the shortstop. Ooh, it's a little choppy right there on the pickup. Uh, but Robert Kelly not able to secure it, so it is a uh, base hit for, I believe. Oh, actually, it might be. I don't know if they're going to call that an error. Yeah, I'm not I haven't really called. I haven't sure. called. I don't think they've called any errors officially, at least not on the scoreboard. 
I'd call that an E6 personally. Kelly bobbling the ball a little bit, given it was a chopper, so a little hard to contain there as John Tiao almost gets hit the dome there by a wicked fastball from Deacon Moore. But I, I would personally score that an E6, you know. Yeah. I'll get, actually, eh, it was a little bit of a chopper, so I'll give... I'll give him the doubt. I'll give Robert Kelly the benefit of the doubt there, you know, just trying to, like, get that third out, just trying to end the side one, two, three. So we'll score it as a base hit. So we'll pad winter stats just a little bit. <laughs> Let's pad the stats a little bit. Then we have a runner going. Throw to second. Is in out there. And time. he is out at the second base. Uh, as we saw, a bad throw earlier by the Lawrence catcher right there. And now we saw a good throw by Drew Dobkins and being able to shut down the side. Yeah, Dobkin really dialing in right now. A perfect 2-5 out stealing. So that'll end the side. Lawrence still up 4-2, Chris. Yeah, we'll be back with more Lawrence Cardinals baseball right here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro's campus traditions are underwritten by Sky Zone Hamilton. 17 Quaker Bridge Plaza Drive, Hamilton. Jump into the action at Sky Zone, the perfect place for spontaneous fun, parties, and events for people of all ages. Whether you're 4 or 40, Sky Zone has something for you. Parents, bring your growing kids to the brand new Little Ninja or Little Leapers program Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. or leave the kids at home and bring your friends for the showdown of a lifetime. Ultimate Dodgeball. At Sky Zone, Zone, everyone is free to have fun like a little kid. With 12 different attractions and specialized programs, SkyZone has thought of it all to provide you with the most stress-relieving experience ever. Play to your strengths. Try SkyZone's Air Court, Parkour Blocks, Ninja Warrior Course, Free Jump, and more. The best part? Everyone is welcome. Glow all out every Friday and Saturday night at Glow with Laser Lights, Glow Lights, and a live DJ. For more information and to learn more about SkyZone Hamilton, Mercer County's premier indoor entertainment and recreation facility, it's skyzone.com forward slash Hamilton. Hey, it's outfielder Ryan Fober. Go to 1077thebronc.com slash LHS baseball to listen to every Cardinals game broadcast this season on 1077 The Bronc Retro, WRRC2 On Demand. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals baseball on 1077 The Bronc Retro, WRRC2. And uh, quick inning there for the Cardinals being able to Go back on the offensive side of the game right here. So we're starting the top of the third inning with the Cardinals having a 4-2 lead over the Tigers. Toto Rivera and Deacon Moore up for the top of the third inning. Here's the first pitch towards Toto. That's going to be really low, not even getting to the plate. So Toto will quickly go up on the count at 1-0. Yeah, just good eye right there by Toto, able to stay in the box. And watch that pitch go by. Next pitch coming in is again low and outside for Toto. So now the count goes to 2-0. Two um, for some reason on the scoreboard it says two outs, but uh, it's first batter of the half of the side. So Yeah, just trying to really <laughs> trying to refresh that. Someone wants to unplug it and then plug it back in again. Another ball. This one low and inside for Teak Toto. So the count now goes to 3-0 in his favor. And uh, I think it's always interesting to see what the batters do in a 3-0 count. And right there, it is low. So Teak Toto with a quick walk, a four-pitch walk for the Cardinals. Now we have Riley Rivera up at bat for the Cardinals. Yeah, and that's the third straight inning where first uh, leadoff batter 
has been four pitch walked there by West Price. So Price really takes him a batter or two to really try and get in his groove. We saw with the first inning, really hemorrhaged a lot. Saw all nine batters in the top of the first, then saw only four in the top of the second. Now Riley Rivera, who had a single and got to second base on the fielder's choice. We'll see him, excuse me, uh, yes, uh, got to se or was out at second with the fielder's choice. It's getting there. Yeah, there we go. We have Riley there. Teak with a decent size lead, but not going anywhere. So now the count goes to 2-0, and if I'm correct, or is it, yeah, 2-0. and Looks like 2-0. and Yeah, and now we have uh, the coach walking up to the mound to have a quick talk with Wes Price on the mound. Yeah, that's six straight balls thrown by the senior. His ERA really ballooning right now. Now that's uh, three walks on the day, so, excuse me, no, four walks on the day so far. And his head coach just trying to calm him down a little bit, calm his nerves, you know, just try and get out of this inning, you know. Only got one out, or excuse me, have no outs at the moment. Have a chance to get two if you get a double play here. Of course, we don't want that. <laughs> no, we don't. But uh, it's, what, it's definitely what the Tigers would like here. Oh, yeah. But um, there we go. Not, not what we want. No, no. Now the coach is taking a walk back to the dugout and the price coming in with the pitch. It is high catcher. Not able to put the mitt around the ball, but he gets to it quickly, and the runner does not advance on first base. Yeah, Hammerschlag doing a great job of preventing that ball from getting behind him. West Price really, really inaccurate on some of his pitches. You can see the frustration from Hammerschlag, you know, given the signs, and then West Price just really just does kind of the same thing. Another ball in the dirt. So now it's going to be a 3-0 count. Yeah, 3-0 count for Teak Toto. And like I was trying oh, pardon me, Riley Rivera. Rivera. Uh, and like I was trying to say earlier, it's always interesting to see what the batter would do when it's a 3-0 count. And right there, seems like every batter here is having the same tendency, just watching them go by if they're good or bad. Um, I think that's a good idea in my favor, in my eyes. I think it's a good yeah. idea not to swing there, but um, it's what everyone's doing. And now it's a 3-1 count for Rivera. Watches that one as well. That, was, that was a lollipop there from Price. I'm surprised Rivera didn't try and send that one all the way to Ewing. Yeah, I mean, definitely could have. Uh, three one counts, probably the count you'd aim for, but he just watches that one go by. Probably feels like Price wouldn't be able to get another strike in the zone here. Now Price going back to first base to make, make sure Teak Toto does not go anywhere. Toto with a decent sized lead at first base. Price dipping back on the mound. Oh, and <laughs> got Toto lacking there a little bit, but Toto able to get back on the bag. Surprised they're really not calling a whole lot of balks here because I've seen Price balk maybe once or twice. Toto going for second base, but unfortunately the ball is fouled off there by Rivera, so even count or a full count there. Yeah, full count for <coughs> Riley Rivera, and now we have. Toto did go off on that one, so let's see what he does here. Um, I mean, definitely would be a, a good thing right here to get him on base. Oh, he's going again up first, and that is a shot, and it looks like it will fall down, and the right fielder would just grab it. A shot to second. Uh, however, Riley with a single advancing Toto to third base. Yeah, Dylan Newman, the right fielder, doing a really good job 
not get letting that ball get over his head. That's unfortunate for the Cardinals, who would have loved to have extra bases and send Teak Toto running towards the plate and re-extend this lead. But a good hit there for Rivera, who had a triple in our last broadcast, and an E6 that we thought was an inside-the-park home run, but resulted, was scored officially as a triple and an E6. But he's on first. Toto right now on third. Runners on the corners as Deacon Moore, the pitcher, steps in the batter's box for the second time today. Reached for first base on a fielder's choice, then stole second, but was left stranded in the first. And that's going to be Teak Toto out of there. Now, Toto was definitely caught lacking by Wes Price. Yeah, just not what you're looking for right now for the Cardinals. Teak Toto with a big lead right there. Just... Uh, Guess not having his eyes on the pitcher and getting called out on third base. Yeah. One of the most interesting things to see with that angle right there. And now we have Rivera diving for second. He's going to be safe. Stolen base there by number four. Yeah, Rivera was uh, quick there on his feet getting into scoring position. Now there's only one out for the Cardinals here in the top of the third. Pitcher versus pitcher right here. So you have Deacon Moore versus Wes Price. Deacon Moore, the one at bat. Deacon Moore, the left-handed hitter, trying to crank one as that is going to be another really outside, just a bit outside, as a broadcaster from Major League would say, that Hammerschlag has to reach all the way up towards the heavens to let that ball not go back towards the cage. Yeah, definitely a far read for a ball there. There we go. We just, ooh, and it hits Deacon, hits Deacon Moore's Moore. foot right there. Seemed like it might have chopped off the sand, but he did hear that big thud as it was his foot, and he did hop around, so he did look in pain. So now Deacon Moore takes first base with a man on first and second for the Cardinals and only one down. So now up to bat, we have Ben Pollock for the Lawrence Cardinals. Pollock walked on his last at-bat in the top of the first inning. Top of the third inning right now. Cardinals up 4-2. In case you are just tuning in, we'd like to say thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast of Lawrence Cardinals baseball. The cards on the road against Princeton High School are first of four road broadcasts this season. That's going to be just a bit outside from West Price once again. And the count quickly goes to 1-0. Yeah, 1-0 count. Um, Cardinals is jumping quick on each count they can. The first ball they see, they'll take, and they, they have been doing that, and it has been working in their favor. Price Ooh. is going to go right up towards Pollock, so he goes up in the count. Yeah, high and in for Pollock, um, having to duck his face away. Two balls, no strikes, one out for the Cardinals. Drew Dobkin on deck right now, and back at the top of the lineup after him, Giovanni Brogel in the hole. If we can... The Cardinals can keep the rally going. Only got one out right now. But two balls, one strike as Pollock takes one right down the gut. Yeah, it seemed like that one could have been called a bit uh, inside as a ball, but uh, I'm calling it a strike. And that is a high off-speed pitch. Count is three balls, one strike for Pollock. Here we go, the coaches for the Princeton Tigers telling Price to just aim in the strike zone right now. Setting it flow in, and that one does. That is a strike, so now the count is three and two, a full count for Ben Pollock on the plate. 
But the runners at first and second right now, Riley Rivera and Deacon Moore. Rivera at second, Moore at first. And Pollock one ball away from loading the bases here for Drew Dobkin. And looks like Price is just going to call some time here. But yeah, going Price, to, just, go ahead. Uh, Drew Dobkin, currently, if I can find the stats here, one of the best hitters. He is uh, three for seven on the season, batting 600. So mathematically the best uh, batting average as the runners go. That's going to be foul back towards the cage. Like you were saying? Oh, yeah, I was just going to mention how, uh, you know, we have both players right there just, just taking off right there, just showing their speed. I actually was going to mention about how both players on the field right now are a bit speedy and able to take off to, to get the players in a better position. And it is a full count. So um, if contact does get made um, and it, the ball hits the floor, someone has to move. Pollock just looking for a good pitch. Currently three for 15 on the season and that is going to be a strikeout looking for ben pollock so he will go down it's the second out of the inning the runners do advance <coughs> yeah so now we have a man on second and third for the cardinals and now we have drew dobkins back at for the cardinals dobkin with ducks on a pond once again here for the cardinals you know just a simple base hit Nothing too little, nothing too major. You don't have to crank one all the way to the warning track and just for it to be an F8. But he's gonna really take a cut there. Yeah, right there, I guess he was really in it for defenses. That one just coming in a bit inside and he's not able to get the bat to the ball. Count goes to 0 1. <coughs> Dobkin, his last at bat was. 5-3 put out to end the top of the first inning and quickly goes down in the count 0-2. Yeah, that was a good curveball right there by West Price. Ben Pox, I'm sorry, Drew Dobkins in the plate right now just trying to stay alive with a 0-2 count. Anything near, should get the bat to. Here's the pitch from Price. Dirty ball low and away and Dobkins will get one ball towards him. Up into the bottom of the third inning for the Tigers are going to be John Tiao, Michael Perite, and Jack Durbin. So relative uh, to, uh, batters two through four there for the Tigers next time. And that is going to go all the way up to the back of the cage. Here comes Rivera at the plate. It's going to be safe. Hammersley not able to get it to Price in time. And the Cardinals take advantage of the wild pitch. It's 5-2. Yeah, speedy play right there by Avera able to just take home in a not so big uh, backstop right here for Princeton, but uh, definitely use the speed to advantage right there, taking off, making it to home safely. And now it is a 5-2 to two lead for the Cardinals. And it is two balls and two strikes for True Dobkins up at the plate. Wes Price is trying to relax right there. A score was caused by no hit right there. Pitch coming in by Wes Price. And that's Love another dirty dirt. ball there. Hammerschlag being the brick wall. Now, we were calling Kellen Moore a brick wall last season, but Chase Hammerschlag really being that wall right now. Barely anything getting past him. Of course, he got a couple of things going past him. The last pitch that Price threw that sent Rivera home. Yeah, but some, some pitches are almost like impossible for the catchers to get at some point. So. Yeah, just like that one, but Hammerschlag really able to just like extend the glove all the way there. But Dobkin is going to get the ball for sends him to first base. 
and runners at the corners once again for Lawrence. Yeah, and now we're back at the top of the order for the Cardinals with Gio Brago up at bat. And um, they're just back in there trying to do the same thing here. The 5-2 lead. Brogel with two four-pitch ball fours, four-pitch uh, base on balls at his previous two at-bats. Trying to keep the rallying going here for Lawrence, who currently lead five to two in case you're just tuning in. Been a pretty good game so far as Lawrence looks to snap its three-game losing streak against Prince, and Brogel is gonna get beamed right in the back there by Price. He's on the ground. May got the wind knocked out of him just a little bit, but he's back up and he's gonna take his base. Yeah, seems he's good. Daffy was a, a hard hit to the back, but uh, just a quick little moment, shook it off and, uh, and took a little jog down to the first baseline. Uh, so now it is bases loaded, bases loaded for the Cardinals. Here, the coach is taking a walk out to the mouse, but they're gonna switch pitchers here for the Tigers. Yeah, indeed, that is, looks like that's going to be the case. Yeah, I mean, uh, West Price so far, we're just in three innings. Uh, He's just having five total runs and uh, full bases loaded right here for the Cardinals as well. So not in the in the greatest particular spot right now for the team. Uh, but, you know, the Tigers switch pitchers trying to keep hope alive here. Still early in this game for the Tigers. Yeah, we're only at the top of the third inning, so still a lot of baseball to go. Now on the mound, it looks like it's going to be uh, John Tiao. So it looks like we're going to immediately start going into position pitching here. John Tiao, the senior, with uh, five and two-thirds innings pitched, has allowed seven hits, eight runs, seven of those runs earned runs, walked 15 batters, and had five strikeouts, an ERA of 8.65. So definitely seeing that Princeton is at the bottom of the rotation at the moment. Oh, he's and taking he, a quick slip and fall off the mound. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what that was. Yeah, that was... Uh, slipping there a little bit there we'll look ahead at our broadcast schedule so bright and uh, early tomorrow if you heard me on wake up rider talking about it this morning bright eye bushy tail put the coffee on tomorrow because we are getting up bright and early and heading back home as the cardinals take on the conwell egan catholic eagles team coming in from pennsylvania the fairless hills area and if you know fairless hills pennsylvania you know that there's a raisin canes there of course, got to throw that reference in there. Yeah. And then <laughs> a couple games after that, the Cardinals are back on the road against Heightstown and Allentown. Our next broadcast after tomorrow's game against Conwell Egan will be, if I can uh, check the schedule here real quick, as John Tiao continues to warm up here in the top of the third inning. Yeah, warming up with a bit of wild pitches right here. Uh will be Thursday, April 20th against West Windsor Plainsboro North. Coverage beginning at 3.20 at home. First pitch at 4 p.m. Yeah, definitely be a good game right here for both teams. And right now, <coughs> seems like they're all ready to go for John Tao. Tiao replacing West Price on the mound. Currently up or back up on the box for his third uh, for his third time this afternoon. Aiden Crowley, who hit a single in the top of the first inning and struck out in the top of the second. So let's see what the freshman can do here in the top of the third. 
Runners on the corners. John Tiao just looking to get out of this inning. Two outs here for the Cardinals, Chris. Yeah, big two outs, a high ball right there by Tiao. Uh, like you said, two outs, base is loaded. This is huge for both teams. Now we have Aiden Crowley up at to bat for the Cardinals. Um, this could definitely be a, a game-changing moment right here for both sides of the team. Either be a, a, a shot right here to extend their lead and, and give them the confidence they need, or could end the side and, and knowing you have a new pitcher in the game uh, and knowing that you have another chance to put more points on the board, it might, it might just do that. Yeah, throwing one right down the gut, but it was called a ball. So now it's going to be scoreboard says two and one, but <coughs> I believe it is a 3-0 count here towards Aiden Crowley with Robert Kelly up in the on-deck circle. Kellen Moore in the hole right now. That is going to be right inside. Aiden takes his base, and the base on balls batted in, or base on balls in, is going to be Aiden Poot, the designated uh, runner. And he will score to make it 6-2. Yeah, now it's a 6-2 lead for the Cardinals. A new pitcher in right now. It, it puts him in the worst spot, just right with bases loaded. doesn't allow him to, to realize or, or give him a chance to breathe or anything like that. So um, just has to perform well in the pressure right here for the Princeton Tigers. And that is a high ball right there. Uh, I wouldn't say it was a high pitch, just above the strike zone in a way. Robert Kelly, who had who advanced to first base on an E3 in the top of the first inning, flew out to the right field in the second. Currently he's got a 2-0 count here with John Tiao on ball, f on a ball f six right now, as a matter of fact. So if I can actually you know, get to make that major league reference. I've been ma making major league references all game long. I apologize if you don't like that movie. I don't know why you wouldn't. But ball seven here for John Tiao. Yeah, it's just... Ball after ball after ball after ball, but uh, bases are loaded, so one more and uh, the Cardinals will get another run in and extend their lead to five or oh, seven. And that is a strike in the zone. Um, right there, John just trying to get working, put himself back in a better situation. So now it's three balls, one strike, four. The Tigers. That was another beautiful ball there from Tiao. Trying to get out of this inning. Bases loaded here for Robert Kelly, trying to keep the momentum going. But three balls, two strikes, two outs here for Kelly. Here's the pitch. He's gonna, it's going to be high and away. He will take his pitch, or he will take his, uh, he'll take his base rather, and another base on balls in run to make it seven to two. Yeah, seven two lead right now for the Cardinals. Now we got Kellen Moore up to bat here for the Cardinals. Uh, they're just extending their lead here very quickly and early. Uh, it's like something we saw in the first inning where they're just taking advantage of the opportunities that are coming to them. Um, and, and that's what they're doing. So now we again have bases loaded, another high pitch for John Tiao. Helen Moore in the box right here. No, I'm sorry, pardon me. Two outs, one ball, no strikes. Another ball high and away. We're seeing a lot of those out of Tiao. Yeah, we already know that Kellamore has a single two or double RBI. Uh, so Duffy is trying to make the same impact right here for the team. Yep. Single double RBI. Moore will take his third ball of the third pitch of the inning. And we're just seeing a lot of balls being thrown here by this Princeton team. You know, they're just struggling to get out of this inning. Bases are still loaded. 
And Kellen Moore, you know, just trying to take one for the team. And that is going to be a dirty ball. It will be ball four anyway. But another batter in based off of balls four. I don't, I don't, I really don't know what, what you're calling that, really. I don't know. Just, I guess <laughs> it's a run, a walk. Um, Runs walked in, I guess. Yeah, I assume so. Now it's an A2 lead for Lawrence. Another uh, moment right here where the coach is walking out to the mound. They also have uh, someone else warming in the bullpen. I cannot see who it is from here. I do not have my best. I do not have the best eyesight, if I must say. Well, I've got uh, a pair of binoculars around here somewhere. Oh, what we got? What we got? Uh, if I can get to my bag, I think it's on your side. Oh, it is <laughs> over here. I think I got. I see a one, but uh. Believe if you see a one, I believe that might be Michael Perite, who has an ERA of 42, not 4.2, 42. I left my binoculars in my car. Wow, 42 is how does that even happen? That happens With, when you pitch has to be point a two of an inning. That has you allow to be a three, so you pitch two strikes of an inning, two outs of an inning, allow two hits, three runs, all three of those runs being earned, and I guess that just adds up to 42. This wow. is this is NJ High School Sports we're talking about yeah. doing the batting averages, so <laughs> not really sure what to call that there. Yeah, I don't really know exactly what that is, but something. So right there we have the coaches leaving John on the mound right here. So now up to bat for the Cardinals, we have Teak Toto, who, if I'm not correct, did start the inning Yep, for the Cardinals. Led so. off, so we're batting around the order in the third inning. Score is 8-2 to two. if you were just tuning in. We'd like to once again thank you for tuning in to Lawrence Cardinals Baseball here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. Beautiful breaking ball inside there from John Tiao as Toto starts off his fourth at-bat of the afternoon with a strike. So it's 0-1. Yeah, just a uh, good pitch right there by John. Ooh, a high ball right there. Uh, Toto right there debating about swinging, but uh, definitely held himself back there. He just had to thought about it. So now a 1-1 count for Toto here. John just trying to find his comfort zone. A out. Ooh, seemed a bit outside for Toto. However, I'd be calling the strike. So now the count is one ball, two strikes for Toto at the plate. John just trying to get out of the inning. And it is bases loaded for the Cardinals. That one is outside. Count is 2-2. Two -two. Like I said, bases loaded, scores 8-2 to two Cardinals here with two outs. John just trying to get in the inning. He was put in a tough situation here with bases loaded, and he is currently still in it with another ball. Now it being a full count, 3-2, and two, two outs. We should see all the runners on the bases start running to the uh, next base. That's a cool thing about baseball when it's a full count and two outs. Here they come, ball four once again, and it's Groundhog Day, so put your little hands in mine. Something, something in that movie with what's-his-face, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. But it's now 9-2, to two, and it looks like John Tiao might get the, might get the hanger here, unfortunately. Yeah, I think they're going to make another pitching change. Uh, definitely seems a bit frustrated with himself. But I'm not too sure. He, he definitely was put in a very tough spot. Just just having to just work out of that. Being in a positional spot and then having to work off bases loaded isn't necessarily the easiest, I should say. But nonetheless, he is taking the rest of the day off the mound. And we'll see where he goes now. So it'll be interesting to see who we call up. And it is indeed going to be, it's going to be Travis Patron, the sophomore, 
who is in the top of the rotation here for Princeton. So, you know, just trying to get out of this inning, get one of your guys that's on a rest day up in here. But he's got an ERA of 12.35. He's allowed 10 hits, 13 runs, 10 of those runs being uh, earned runs. Has only walked five people, has got three strikeouts, all in five and two-thirds innings pitched. A sophomore here as well, so still young. They put John back, John Tiao back in left field where he's taking a knee. Uh, bit of frustration as he threw his glove down. And there we have the sophomore warming up here for the Tigers. Tiao is up to bat when at the bottom of the third inning with Parite and Durbin on deck and in the hole. When the Tigers eventually come back up here to bat, but it has been quite some time since Princeton has been in the batter's box. We've gone through three pitchers already, each just in the top of the third inning. So a really rough game so far for the Princeton Tigers. But, hey, we're broadcasting on Lawrence's side. We are happy. The Cardinals up 9-2 to at the moment right now. If you are just tuning in, a really solid game, capitalizing on a lot of pitching mistakes here from the Princeton Tigers, Chris. Yeah, a lot of uh, pitching mistakes here. The, so we're watching the Lawrence Cardinals team right here just being very, very, very patient in the batter's box, um, knowing that they're going to make the pitcher work every single time for what they could get. So uh, that's what we see here. And now we have a couple words by both coaches. Everyone seems in good spirits. Pitch coming in. It is high. Count is going to 1-0. and oh. As for Vera, who's up for the third time this afternoon, was called out. Uh, he got to the first base on the top of the first inning as he's going to line one all the way into the right uh, left field. Excuse me. He will get on base as a single. And another run scored 10-2. Lawrence. Yeah, a quick start for Oh, I don't even know if it's considered a quick start. They're just doing their thing right now. So now it is 10-2, like you just said. Uh, bases are still loaded. Only one man came in. So uh, uh, still a threat. And now we have up to bat the pitcher once again for the Cardinals, Deacon Moore. And last time, I believe he was hit in the foot. Actually, I'm He sure was hit in the was, foot yeah. last time. So now he's uh, hoping he doesn't have the same thing. He seems to be perfectly fine walking on both feet. No limping, nothing like that. So that's a good sign for him. Pitch Trying coming in. That's going to be low and away there. So back up in the ball count once again. A lot of balls in this game. Pause. <laughs> Still, like, it's, it's completely unironic there. As Moore is going to line one right to Michael Perite at first base. So a huge six-run inning here for the Cardinals. Taking care of business up 10-2. to over Princeton, Chris. Yeah, great, great inning for the Cardinals. Uh, advancing the lead to a total of an eight-point lead against the Tigers. And now we will go on a quick break. So we'll be back with more Lawrence Cardinals baseball right here in 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC 2 
The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Trattoria Procaccini, 354 Nassau Street, Princeton. Trattoria Procaccini does authentic Italian dining right, making use of their favorite family recipes from the old country. Using only fresh and organic ingredients, Trattoria shifts their specials to fit the season, utilizing the best crops from local merchants and growers. Enjoy Trattoria Procaccini for home-style cooking that tastes just like Nana's in your new home away from home. Get away from everyday stressors and enjoy a plate of your favorite soups salads, pasta, Italian specialties, fresh-baked breads, and pizza. Walk in to enjoy Trattoria's Italian family dining experience or order in for pickup or delivery online at getforky.com under restaurants. Contact Trattoria Procaccini to cater any event and bring the taste of Italy to you and your friends, family, or colleagues. Dine in at Trattoria Procaccini Monday through Sunday from 4 to 9 p.m. Enjoy their family-style menu or rock solo with their table-for-one options. If you can't vacation in Italy, try this local taste of Italy, Trattoria Procaccini. Hi, I'm Michael Melchior, first baseman for Lawrence High. Catch America's Pastime High School style on your Amazon Alexa on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. You listen to your Cardinals play. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro with WRC2. I'm Chris Ponte here with Trey Wright, and we are at the bottom of the third in a 10-2 game. Lawrence Fro with the lead over the Princeton Tigers. Yeah, Princeton kind of dookie in the bed a little bit there, pitching-wise, going through three different pitchers. Middle pitcher there who didn't even last through a strike. It's going to be John Tiao who leads off for the Tigers as they try and salvage anything of this game down by eight runs. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a big lead to have uh, to be down by. Now the Cardinals are just trying to maintain that, and that is a fair ball down the left field line. He is going for two. Seems like he will make it up standing and he will stay at second base. John Tiao with a stand-up double to lead off the Tigers in the bottom of the third. Yeah, I'm surprised Connor Crowley didn't immediately go for that ball, and he looked a little confused to why it was fair, but that would clearly went right down the third base line. So Tiao, a little bit of redemption there in the box, now in scoring position. Yeah, big redemption for him right there. He was frustrated before going in, threw his glove when he came back uh, after the side of the previous inning. So uh, definitely a side of relief for him. He has a big lead right there on second, might be taken off the third. We'll see, he does not. Pitch coming in by Moore is a shot down over. That's gonna go all the way back to the warning track. Michael Perite, who might try and go for third. He is definitely going for the third. Here's the throw, and he is going to be out of here. Perite screaming at his coach of why he called him third. He called him out at third. But Tiao will score, so it's now 3-10 Princeton. And Perite absolutely furious with his coach, but that was a crank all the way to the far gate on right field. What a shot. Yeah, it's just a great shot right there uh, by the Tigers right there, as we saw by... Oh, we got another chopper right there out of shortstop. Wow, what a great scoop right there by Crowley. Um, it wasn't the best throw right there by Kelly, however. First baseman being able to make up for his mistake, two outs down. But going back to that last shot right there to, to, to right field, um, that was just a shot right there by Michael Pret. Prete. Prete, I'm sorry, pardon me. Um, going over the right fielder's head. And uh, like you said, the coach is making him go to third. It just wasn't the right call. Yeah. Ooh. So that's going to be fouled back there by Dylan Newman. 
his second time at bat. That was Jack Durbin who recorded the second out with a 6-3 put out for out number two at the bottom of the third inning. Perite out with the 9-5. And Durbin out with the 6-3. Now Newman up to bat. And he's immediately going to line that one. Goes on to the path there. And Princeton immediately just starting to swing at everything, trying to make any sort of contact you can. And this is where Deacon Moore is really going to start you know, switching up his pitches, really just trying to get them off speed, trick them into swinging at things. But they are definitely swinging for the fences. Down seven runs. Yeah, great stop right there. Um, however, it was just like you did say just now that Princeton's right now just trying to get the ball or the bat to the ball, and they're really swinging with a lot of power right now. Um, and we're seeing that by them. And Moore is just having to just have to calm everything down and uh, go yeah, you to got, work. Yeah, you got two outs, so not really the hardest thing in the world to do. He's going to throw another dirty ball that back in there. Luckily, nobody on base. We'll get past Dobkin, who just looks a little annoyed with his pitcher right now. But Moore just got to dial it in. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he does. I mean, he is a young freshman, too. so Exactly. It is, it is, it is uh, just might not have the experience with that as well. Probably his first game probably in this field and everything like that. So right there, a, ooh, a shot right between the gap of third and shortstop. So right there, as we have Dylan Newman getting on base four. The Tigers. That being Ben Walden back up in the batter's box. He recorded, you know, he got on base in the first inning. That seems like an eon ago at this point with an E3 from Aiden Kelly. But you were saying, like, same thing with Drew Dobkin, freshman as well. Both pitcher, catcher, and first baseman, all freshmen. So, you, of course, you might see a lot of mistakes. Still got to harness it as that's going to be fouled along the left field line there by... Uh, Hayden, or, um, Walden, excuse me. Yeah, going down the third baseline. Right there, we're just seeing a lot of a lot of contact right now by the Tigers. Still down by seven here in the bottom of the third. So it's still some work to do, but they have one man on first base with two outs in the inning. And like you did say, Walden's up at bat here. Moore trying to just finish, complete the side. A nice off-speed pitch for Moore. As we have Walden reaching right there for the ball, so it goes foul. Now the count going to 0-2 in Moore's favor. Yeah, another off-speed pitch, just trying to uh, trick Walden there just a little bit into swinging at that, and he did, but a little ball in the dirt there goes foul, and it's quickly 0-2 towards the junior. Here's the pitch. Line drive, gets into center field. He will advance Dylan Newman to second base. The runners on first and second. A base hit single there for Dylan uh, Ben Walden and Tigers trying to cook here a little bit and now Jim Mayer going towards the mound trying to calm his freshman pitcher down just a little bit trying to get out of this inning but if Lawrence is able to get out of this inning here kills all the momentum that Princeton has got conversely here for Princeton if they're able to keep this rally going we could see them because they're hitting everything that Deacon Moore is throwing at them right now, Chris. Yeah, they are right now. They're getting the, the barrel to the ball. But uh, like you just said right now, it seems like the Cardinals just want to compose the freshman right now and, and, and get everything intact with him, hold everything uh, and, 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 and intact with him pretty much and just make sure he's all in, in good out on the mound. And now for the Tigers, we have Nikki Aiki for the Tigers. 
flew man. out to take Toto in the top of the fir- bottom of the first inning. Yeah, now we have a man on first and second as well. Moore with the, a little bit low and away for Moore, calling a ball. So now it is one and O oh in the Tigers' favor. Got to think, who do the Tigers start warming up in the bullpen? You know, just trying to get some guys loose. You know, you're still up by seven runs, but Princeton has been hitting the ball relatively well. So that's fouled in the cage there by Nick Aki. Yeah, a good uh, way to keep the bat on the ball for the Tigers right there. But uh, Lawrence just trying to find their way here. Chase Hammerschlag, Jai Justice up in the on deck and in the hole right now for the Tigers. And then coming up in the uh, top of the fourth inning next time for the Cardinals will be Ben Pollock, Drew Dobkin, and Giovanni Brogel, who will come up for his fourth at-bat chopper through the line. And that's going to be fumbled again by uh, Robert Kelly. So another E6 is going to be called. Kelly cannot get those choppers. Now it's bases loaded here for the Tigers. This could be the effect of playing on a turf, practicing on a turf field the majority of the time and now going, that is to, very true. Now going into a regular just dirt, sand, whatever you're going to call it, uh, in grass fields. Uh, the ball does bounce different when it, it's coming to you hot, faster, slower. It's just a different reaction on the ball. So it's a different perspective for the players and now more with a high ball. So now this count goes 1-0 and for the Tigers. And for the Tigers, we have... Chase Hammingslong. And right now he seems pretty comfortable in the batter's box trying to get Sandy runs in for the Tigers. Now to strike in. It is bases loaded for the Tigers as well. That was well outside, but a strike still called towards Hammerschlag, who had a 5-3 put out to lead off the to- uh, bottom of the second inning, which again feels like an eon ago with that marathon third inning that we had, uh, top of the third that we had for Lawrence. Exact same pitch thrown by Deacon Moore and he's gonna, the umpire's gonna call that a strike. Yeah, right there, so now the count quickly switches to one and two for the Cardinals and now Chase trying to stay comfortable in the batter's box as Moore's trying to lay the side down. Pitch coming in by Moore, it is low, so that is a ball count goes to two and two. We have both teams getting back in it. Lawrence is trying to get back into the dugout so they could go back to what they were doing best, and that is getting runs in. I mean, they have been, they've been pretty decent so far on the field, just a couple errors. Ooh, a shot down the line, and they are not able to make it, so one run comes in for the Tigers right there. A little frustration sown by Moore, the young freshman on the mound. So the lead now cuts down to six for the Cardinals. The score is 10 to four. Mayor taking in, Coach Mayer taking another walk out to the mound to speak to his young freshman pitcher. And it seems like he is calling a game for more and putting Robert Kelly on the mound for the Cardinals. Yeah, and that was just it's a little... A little rough end of the game there for Moore, who's got two strikeouts on the deck. Uh, yeah, two strikeouts on the three strikeouts, actually. Actually, no, I was uh, looking at the Lawrence scoreboard right now. Uh, Deacon Moore having just one strikeout on the afternoon and allowing four runs to score. So now Robert Kelly, position pitcher time here for the Cardinals. 
as Kelly on the mound so far this season has only pitched two-thirds of an inning, but he's got no RBIs, has allowed zero hits, has only walked one batter, and has got a strikeout in the only two-thirds of an inning that he's played. So Mayer really desperate just to get out of this inning because you do not want to give Princeton any momentum because right now you're going through the kind of same kind of scenario that Princeton was going through about 30 minutes ago where you just walk in batter after batter, or in this case, Princeton just getting single after single after single. It's all the single hitters, all the single single hitters. Yeah, it is, and that's that's all there. It's basic baseball right there, you know, just, just get the man on base and get the next man to get on base, and eventually someone will come home. And uh, now it's a tough spot to put the pitchers in, as we saw last inning with – uh, John getting put in the inning in a, in a rough spot, a similar situation. Uh, I believe it was two outs. I know for a fact mm-hmm. it was bases loaded, and he wasn't able to get out of the side. He probably let about three runs come in. So uh, now we have Robert Kelly on the mound seeing if he could do the opposite and only allow allow no runs to come in and, and only get the one out they need for the inning as he's still currently warming up on the mound. Yeah, Kelly just trying to get Lawrence out of the jam here, coming in as firefighter. Now putting out the fire. I kind of wish there was a firehouse subs around here. Ooh, that does sound so good right That now. really does. Yeah, sound I haven't good. had that much food today, so. Me either. I did yeah. not have lunch. I d- hey, neither did I. <laughs> hey, no lunch. Hey. <laughs> Don't do that, ladies and gentlemen. That's not healthy. But the only thing I had, I only had Starbucks for breakfast. And that was a late breakfast at that. My morning was really, really rushed. But here we go. Hey, we made it here. It's a beautiful day. It's very beautiful outside today. And here we go, Robert Kelly's first pitch of the day is uh, a bit low and outside. It was close to the zone, but what we call a ball, so count goes to 1-0. And it's such a difficult spot being in this situation for the pitcher. Just overall thinking about it when, you know, you really don't have any slack to, to, to let one runner go. It's a choppy ball. He's coming, and the runner is safe at the plate for the Tigers, so he's stolen, stolen home plate right there for the Tigers. And now they cut the lead down to 10-5 to five off a wild pitch. Ben Walden steals home off of the wild pitch. Dobkin not able to get back in time. So Kelly quickly down 2-0 and in the count to Travis Patron, who's now pinch running here for the Tigers. Patron, this is his second at-bat of the year, trying to get to 500 and uh, trying to continue the rally going here for Princeton, who is... Had three runs in this inning, currently down 5-10 to ten to Lawrence. Low uh, ball in the dirt there for Robert Kelly. 3-0 count already. Yeah, it's uh, giving a bit of flashback to the previous inning right now with just a run scored by uh, a wild pitch and then um, a quick 3-0 count. So now Rob's on the mound right here trying to just get comfortable and find his spot. Ball four. So bases loaded once again for the Cardinals. And you're back to the top of the order here for Princeton with Alex Winters up for the third time, second time, or first time in this inning. Then John Tiao on deck right now. So exact same situation that you were seeing in the top of the third inning. So this inning has been going on for like at least 30, 45 minutes. I'm getting like real kind of... Oh, yeah. I'm getting sunburn over here, number yeah. one. We need a good tan in. We're going to have a... Uh, well, they still call it a trucker's tan or yeah. whatever it's called where sleeves are down. Next pitch coming in from Roberts in the dirt. Did not even make it to home plate there before it got in the dirt. It did not, but great stop by Dopkins behind the plate, keeping the ball in front of him, allowing no runs to come in because, you know, at, at second base, Nick Akey is seems like he's uh, 
ready to fly down the third base line as it sends its body to home. High pitch right there. Count is going to 2-0. and Up for the Cardinals in the top of the fourth inning, hopefully soon, will be Ben Pollock, Drew Dobkin, and Giovanni Brogel. On deck right now, John Tiao for Princeton. Here's the pitch from Kelly. Another ball outside. Three and oh, Kelly really struggling to get Lawrence out of the jam. Yeah, it's another ball right there. Three and oh, like you said, struggling to, to, to make his work work. Next pitch coming in by Robert is high and outside. Uh, another run coming in for the Tigers. Now the lead goes to 10 to 6. Coach Mayer taking another walk out to the mound. Uh, seems a bit frustrated this time, but he's telling everyone to go back and he just wants to speak to Robert Kelly alone. Yeah, oh, Mayor. Oh, no. He actually is calling it, it, calling it a day for Robert Kelly on the mound, and he. He is changing the pitcher right now. So on the mound. Connor Crowley will now take the mound. Yeah, Connor Crowley is on the mound for the Lawrence Cardinals, trying to get them their team out this jam right here. Crowley, who pitched last game against Franklin, that was on Wednesday in the 10-2 victory over the Warriors. This season has got a two RB a 2.00 RBA or ERA, excuse me. With seven innings pitched, he's got a win. He's allowed only five hits, two runs, to both of those being earned runs, has walked two people, but has 12 strikeouts, an insane amount, second to only Kellen Moore. Wow, that's just uh, it's a crazy amount of strikeouts right there. So we'll see what the true sophomore can do for the Lawrence Cardinals. He immediately throws a ball there in the dirt. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to talk about the positives. Nah. This this has been a marathon of an inning, not just yeah, a side, an inning at that with the exact same scenario happening with Princeton at the top of this inning. But in case you were just tuning in, oh boy, these guys are uh, definitely going to be tired tomorrow morning. 10-6 to 6 in favor of Lawrence over Princeton. It's only the bottom of the third inning here. Princeton's got bases loaded with John Tiao, who led off in this inning what feels like an eternity ago, coming back around and trying to continue the heater going here for the Tigers. Yeah, they're definitely trying to find something to keep keep their spirits high right now as the man that started the top of the order or the top of the inning for the Tigers is back up, John Tiao, back to the plate as he started with a sharp and pitch that stayed down the line to get a stand-up double and he was the first run in for the Cardinals I'm sorry for the Tigers of the inning Crowley just trying to get the cards out of here Tiao who's got one strikeout and a double in his first two at-bats and then God knows how many walks I think of at least five walks at the top of this inning it's been a long inning, and Crowley immediately throws a heater way upside. So Tao quickly goes up in the count, 1-0. Yeah, quick 1-0 count. Crowley's trying to get comfortable up on the mound. There he goes, a great pitch right there. That fell, oh my God, that almost hit you in the head. <laughs> Damn, it almost hit me, but thankfully it didn't. 
Oh, that was actually really close. I don't know how I'm so calm right now. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, it didn't hit me, and I'm okay. Cool as a cucumber, Chris, as always. <laughs> Here we go. Base is loaded. Four Tigers. A bit of a lower pitch right there. Count going to two and one. Still curious how that ball got out of there. I thought this was pretty secure by me, but I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe he just didn't like what we were saying about him earlier. Yeah. Tiao just trying to keep the rally going. Here's the 2-1. Good cut there from Tiao. And will quickly go down 2-2. Tiao really wants to, seems like he just wants to tie the game right here with one shot. Um, and just, just bring everyone home, including himself. Now we have a 2-2 count, two outs at the bottom of the third. 2-2. That's going to be wow. real. I don't agree with that personally. Close call right there. A bit of frustration on the Cardinals dugout right there. So a full count, two out, score 10 to six in the bottom of the third. Crowley up on the mound, pitch coming in. The three, two, Ooh, foul back on the cage. Yeah, foul ball right there. Tial staying alive. We have all the runners sending it to the following bag in front of them. This is just a tough spot. Four sophomores, wow, just right there we're showing the uh, this is a, a game right here to show how how good these true young players are right now. It's a bunch of pitchers right here are young. We have a sophomore. Pitch coming in, strike three, swinging. It was a high pitch, would have been called a ball. However, Tiao goes down swinging to end the side. Lawrence ends that. So now the score is 10 to six, going into the top of the fourth. We'll be back with more Lawrence Cardinals baseball right here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. Lawrence High School baseball is a hit. Tap the Odyssey app to hear me, center fielder Giovanni Brogel, and the Cardinals play the season anywhere you are on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. Welcome to Lawrence Baseball High School, or I'm sorry, Lawrence High School Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. I'm Chris Aponte here with Trey Wright. I just started a bit, but you know, we're <laughs> still all good after almost, I might be a little still frightened about almost getting hit by the ball. But, yeah. you know, we're oh. still sitting here. There goes our and Comrex cord off the table. Thankfully able to grab that in time before we go off the air for a minute. <laughs> Great grab. Uh, as we're starting the top of the fourth here with the Cardinals holding a 10-6 to lead, the, the Tigers, I believe it was four runs that inning that they Four received. run rally here to put Princeton back in this game, but they're still down by four more runs. Pollock leads off, Dobkin on, uh, on deck, Brogel in the hole. Those are your batters that are at least going to bat at least once in this inning. Yeah, let's, uh, let's see what they could do here. Um, like, like we said before, huge inning last time. 
Um, probably asking for the same thing right here, just to expand their lead. Um, it was just it was what they needed. Now they just Tigers really got got what they wanted back in this previous half inning for them. So let's see what the Cardinals could bring. First pitch coming in. It is a ball for. It is a ball for the Cardinals. As we have Ben Pollock, the senior up at bat. Another ball there thrown by Patron. It did look like a ball, but he did call that a strike. It, wow, that was, yeah, that was that, very outside. That was very, very outside. <laughs> <clears throat> that was a outside during COVID moment. Wow. <laughs> Too soon, Chris. Too soon. Too soon. I mean, the Biden, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden did just lift the um, COVID emergency officially a couple days ago. So the COVID emergency is at least for now over. Uh, I don't have any wood to knock on, so I'll just knock on the table. Yeah, yeah we could do that. It's knock on my head. Yeah. <laughs> Next pitch coming in. It is low in the dirt. So as now we have Pollock holding a 2-2 count. Yeah, but I'm really glad that we're all out of quarantine. Those The last three years, definitely rough for a lot of us. I know really rough for you because you were in college. And all, all three of those years, I transitioned from high school into Rider University during that time. But I'm really glad that we're all back. As here's a 2-2. That's going to be line right up the middle. Shortstop going to get towards the first base, and Pollock will be out with 6-3. Yeah, Pollock showing the speed there just wasn't enough right there for the Tigers as we saw. Aki to Durbin for the 6-3 put out. Yeah. So now we have... See, oh, oh, I didn't even see Drew Dobkins head into the batter's box. I was looking for the next player yeah. right there. So now we have Drew Dobkins in the batter's box for the Lawrence Cardinals. Pitch coming in. Ah, that, that, that was a bit, bit high for me for uh, Drew Dobkins' height, personally. Yeah, a bit high for bit high for my liking. Dobkin, one of the shortest kids on this Lawrence team. Down on the count. 0-1. Here is said 0-1 pitch. That's going to be getting back past Hammerschlag, who has had a lot of balls get past him, but he's done a pretty good job of being a brick wall. I'd say he's he's not a brick wall. He's been the Berlin wall. You know, some people are really getting past him. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Some, some balls have gone past him, but uh, I guess he's trying to maintain the majority of them. So Patron with the shot. I This one is far and high in the air. The center field, pardon me, the center field goal, Alex Winters will bring that down for the Tigers. Two down and a quick, quick start for the Tigers. Now we're back at the top of the order for the Lawrence Cardinals as we have Gio Brago up to bat. Uh, he was hit in the bat and his previous hit in the back at his previous at bat, and he had two walks prior to that, so he hasn't really been able to do a, very much damage with the bat. He has been on base yes, all three times so far, so he's trying to make it an even four times. Takes a cutter inside, but they'll count a strike. So it quickly comes down 0-1 in the count. Patron fires for the 0-1. That's going to be lined towards right field. Back is going. Uh, Nick Akers, I believe that's uh, Alex Newman, and he will make the F9. So the Cardinals, no runs scored in that inning. A quick one, two, three for Lawrence. Hi, this is third baseman Daniel Driscoll. Before every first pitch, I tell my family to download the WRRC2 app in Apple and Google Play to listen to me play on 1077 The Bronx Retro. 
Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. Lawrence High School Baseball is a hit. Tap the Odyssey app to hear me, pitcher, Connor Crowley, and all the Cardinals play this season. Anywhere you are on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. You're listening to the Cardinals play on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. And we are here at the bottom of the fourth in a bit of a contested game, it seems almost like. The momentum might have switched, but I guess we'll really be able to determine that in this inning. So the score is currently 10 to 6 in the Cardinals' favor over the Princeton Tigers. And as we saw, we had a very long third inning in both sides uh, for both teams as uh, it was just a handful of scoring going both ways. No, oh, yeah, definitely. A lot of walks being thrown. Connor Crawley returns to the bag. Their tr- cards 1, 2, 3 in the top of the fourth inning. Let's see if they can return the favor to the Tigers here. Go into the bottom of the fourth. Yeah, I mean, uh, for the Cardinals right now, I believe if they really have a way, to, if they could shut them down right here, because Tigers really seem amped up right here after that big third inning and shutting them out at the top of the fourth. So, uh, in my eyes, it would only be right if the Cardinals would do the same. Perite, Derman, and Newman will come up to bat this time uh, in the bottom of the fourth. Perite, the lines one all the way to right field. Toto going back. It's going to go off the wall. Perite taken for second, and he is going to stay at second. If you remember in the last inning, Perite called out at third after hitting a moonshot similar to that. But he is safe at second, and Princeton going to be right back in this game as runners of Perite in scoring position. Yeah, huge shot by Perite right there. Almost a, a, re, a run it back moment. Uh from his previous hit, but this time he decided to stay at second. So next pitch coming in for Crowley. It Jack is, Durbin. It is a strike, and like you did say, Jack Durbin is up to bat for the Tigers. Was hit by a pitch in his first at bat and then was out with a 6-3 put out. Kelly to Crowley for the second out in the third. Swing and strike there. He wanted all of that smoke, and if he connected there, that ball was probably going to go all the way to the left fielder. Yeah, great pitch right there by Crowley. Uh, Quick 0-2 start for this. Uh, Seeing if he can put him down. Here we go with the next pitch by Crowley coming in. Crowley checks back to second. Here's the 0-2. That's going to be lined to center field. And it's going to come down. Perite coming to second. They're going to hold, uh, home rather. They're going to hold Durbin at second. And Princeton inching ever closer. It is now 7 10. Still in favor of Lawrence, but their lead quickly dwindling. 
back-to-back doubles here for Parite and Durbin. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a huge, huge shot for the Tigers. Back-to-back doubles, bringing one man in. Like you just said, it's slowly cutting down on this lead. The lead is now to three for the Cardinals. Uh, now another man on second base with, again, no outs. And now out bat for the Tigers, we have Dylan Newman. Newman, who was out with a 4-3, put out in the bottom of the first inning, then hit a single in the second. Trying to keep the momentum going here for Princeton, trying to get the Tigers back into this game. But if you're Connor Crowley, if you're Jim Mayer and the entire Lawrence team, you just gonna want to be getting back on the bus. Three innings to go. Good spot there for Connor Crowley as he hits a great breaking ball. Fools Newman and is swinging at that ball. And it's quickly even one and one. Yeah, great pitch right there going one and one. Trying to stay active and, and, and keep himself in the count right here. So as we see him checking back at the runner on second. A nice off-speed breaking ball right there by Crowley. As we saw, Dylan Newman right there trying to stay back on the pitch, but just not being patient enough. So now the count quickly goes to one and two. And for some reason, the screen says two to one, but I'm confident it is one to two. <laughs> here we go. Seems that they're trying to go with an outside pitch here. Here's the one, two. Swing and strike there. And now it uh, is going to remain, or I believe you fouled that off is what they're saying. So count remains a one and two. Crowley right here just trying to get him out, trying to get the first out of the inning. And that was just a beauty shot previously right there. Oh, 100%. The Tigers right there being able to get their first run of the inning. And Crowley, a little bit of an awkward throw there to the second baseman of, I believe that's going to be Riley Rivera. I was looking for <laughs> I was looking for the third baseman as that's going to be another foul ball there from Alex Newman. Yeah, foul Dylan tip. Newman rather, excuse me. A foul tip right there, so Newman staying alive in the batter's box, but Crowley's trying to get some work done, get him out of here, sit him down, get to the next person, and it's uh, definitely something hard to see here. Not hard to see, I should say, but. Interesting to see is the better word to say where where you're getting the ball in the strike zone, but they're just staying alive and they're staying alive and he just got back-to-back -back huge shots on you. How do you come back and, and stay confident here? Yeah, you're just trying to play your game. Don't do anything too, too stupid. Here's the one-two right in the zone. Beautiful ball, swing and strike. And Newman knew it, throws the bat down in frustration. And Lawrence has got one down. A great pitch right there by Crowley in the zone as Crowley knew it was in there as well. Showed a bit of uh, expression, a bit of happiness right there. And now for the Tigers, up to bat, we have Ben Walden. High-breaking ball there outside the zone as Crowley almost falls off the mound. Hat falls in the dirt there a little bit, but he's able to put it back on his head. Walden. Got to first base on the E3 in his first at-bat, then hit a line drive single, and ended up being at home for the Tigers' second run, or uh, Tigers' fourth run, fifth run, excuse me, in the third inning. 
Count one and one right now. And a 10-7 lead for the Cardinals in the bottom of the fourth inning. And this has been working on our number two of this game, Chris. It has been a marathon for these guys. There's another off-speed breaking ball. Crowley thought that was in the zone, but they're going to call that a ball 2-1. I might have thought that was in the zone, too, from this perspective, but uh, I guess they didn't see that from that angle. So the inning is <coughs> a long count is 2-1. Crowley trying to go to work here. Next pitch coming in by Crowley. It is up in the air. Seems like the second baseman is going to make it, and he does. Rivera and with an is, impressive catch. That is Riley Rivera snagging the ball down. Seemed like he had a bit of struggle at first trying to locate the ball, but he did find it, and he did bring it down. So now there's two outs for the Lawrence Cardinals here in the bottom of the fourth inning with a man on second for the Princeton Tigers. And now up to bat for the Tigers. It's going to be Nick Akey. Nick Akey. Trey beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> Aki's going to foul one off to the right side of the field there. Aki, his first two at-bats resulted in a fly out to right field and an E6 single, just an E6 that got him to the first base and resulted in him of scoring the uh, Tigers' seventh run, or, uh, sixth run of the game. Here's the throw from Crowley. That's going to be a beautiful ball. Aki knew it. And the count quickly 0-2 with two outs on the board. Yeah, great, great ball right there. 0-2, two outs. Cardinals trying to trying to make this inning quick as well for this out, even though they already allowed one run, but they're not going to let that stop them. Right here, big lead by the Tigers. Crowley not affected, not faced by it. However, Icky right there making contact, and it is going foul. Swung a bit too early on that one, or too late, I should say. It's a really, really calm day right now. It's 6 o'clock. You're really feeling the weather getting nice here. It's a beautiful day for some high school baseball here at the park. No, no wind, just a couple birds chirping, and then just a bunch of people here ready to love, that love baseball. Yeah. Next pitch in the dirt. Great stop by Dopkins, but he is not able to get the ball to third base on time. And as we see, Jake Durbin makes it safe to the third. So now there is one ball, two strikes. One ball, two strikes. Man on third here for the Tigers. Yeah, Crowley's just trying to get out of this inning. If he gets this out, it'll be huge for him. He's been doing fairly well after struggling in the beginning of this inning. Yeah, just trying to get out of it. Balls in the dirt. Here comes Durbin towards the plate, and it's not even going to be relatively close. Two runs are the advantage for the Cardinals as now 10-8 to eight in favor of Lawrence. And we're, we're seeing a lot of wild pitches, a lot of errors from this Lawrence team. And like you said earlier, I feel like it has to do with the fact that we're playing on a grass field. A lot of, you know, dirty balls not being as catchable. Yeah, it's definitely something you have to adjust to right there. Ball getting to Deacon Moore, starting pitcher. For, oh, I am sorry, that's not Deacon Moore. That is Robert Kelly at shortstop. And the side is retired for the Lawrence Cardinals as the Tigers bring in two runs that inning. And we'll be back with more Lawrence Cardinals baseball right here in 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care, 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! 
Look at the Gippy. Oh my goodness, a kitten. Let's name him Mini Kitty. Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty, Jack, Bean, Honey. Are you, are you okay? okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service and their pet parents' peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. I'm Riley Rivera, second baseman for Lawrence High. Catch America's pastime, high school style, on your Amazon Alexa on 107.7 The Bronx Retro to listen to your Cardinals play. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. And as we're back in this game, we've seen a, a bit of a momentum change there in the previous round as the Princeton Tigers cut the lead down to two to the Lawrence Cardinals at the score is currently 10 to 8 in the top of the fifth inning as Lawrence is up to bat and for Lawrence we have Aiden Crowley up at the plate. Crowley lead off hitting Kelly and Kellen Moore will be up there as Crowley takes a little bit of a breaking ball to the outside there. We'll call that 1 and 0. But Crowley, Kelly and Kellen Moore up for the inning. Here's the pitch. Out once again, 2-0. A good eye right there by, by Crowley, Aiden Crowley right there. Uh, he's just being patient right there. It's, cr it's crazy to think that he's only a freshman in there. He looks very composed and calm, um, having a very high batting average for the team. Old ball right there. Count quickly raises to 3-0. As we're seeing Travis Patron struggle a bit on the mound early in this inning, not being able to find the strike zone, so... We'll see what Crowley does here on the fourth pitch. Next pitch coming in. It is in the strike zone for a strike. Crowley just watched that one go in, so the count now goes to 3-1. and one. For Crowley, score is 10-5 in the top of the fifth inning. Next pitch coming in by Patron. Is, seems a bit high. However, I'm causing the zone, so now it is a full count for Aiden Crowley. 3-2 count. Travis in the zone. He gets the signal from the catcher. Gets ready for the next pitch, and it's in. And it's foul tip by Crowley, so now the count is remains at 3-2. and two. A little bit frustrated there. Really just want to get contact with the ball. But Crowley's previous three at-bats resulted in a single, a strikeout, and a walk. Trying to get on base here for the second time today, and he will high ball way high of his head. Crowley is on first. Cardinals, man on base. Yeah, a good start for the Cardinals will get the first man on base. And now as we see Robert Kelly getting up to, to bat right here, seeing if he could just make some contact right here, get the next man up. And it seems, yeah, pardon me. So Robert Kelly up to bat here. Used to make high contact, blooper barely out of the infield. Ben Walden will come up with that, so. So an E uh, or a F3 or F4 rather puts one out on the board. That brings up Teak Toto. Yeah, it's a quick start right there. Um, it seems like Kellen Moore has been 
Oh, it's, uh, excuse me, Kellen Moore. No, it's, uh, he is up right here. Seems like he might have been warming up in the bullpen. But now uh, there is only a man on first with one out for the Cardinals. As we now wait for Kellen Moore to enter the batting box as he's getting his gloves. And he's kind of, as he says, he's coming right from the bullpen. So they're warming him up as well. So we'll see what he could do here. And I'm, su we, I'm really surprised that they're already warming up Kelly or uh, Kellen Moore to like close out this game because with Moore like you've still got at least maybe depending on how close this game gets you've got at least three more innings of play so especially <laughs> with uh, how we've really seen the pitching here today as here's Kellen Moore taking a really swinging strike so he quickly goes down the count 0-1 but we're seeing a lot of pitchers really rotate here we're seeing Jim Mayer really deep uh, dive deep into his rotation and you know you're wasting a lot you've got back-to-back -back games that's really gonna uh, deplete your lineup here coming into tomorrow's game against Conwell Egan yeah right there we have Aiden Crowley just returning back to the bag and like you said back-to-back -back game using more in the bullpen is a interesting strategy to go by we'll just let Coach Merritt do his thing as he seems like he knows what he's doing here. But um, as we now have Kellen Moore just being very patient on the plate right here in the batter's box. So now the count is 1-1 one, one with one out. And number one on first base. I remember that. A lot of ones here to have this afternoon. But the score, 8-10 to ten with the Cardinals up by two runs. Here's the 1-1. One, one. That's going to be fouled out. Right fielder trying to get it, but he is unable to slide correctly for the ball there. That was right or uh, Dylan Newman trying to slide in the ball's DMs, but unfortunately was not able to match with it. And they can't quickly go into one and two for more. Yeah, no, nah, not at all. I definitely think he uh, took a shot and, and dove head first right, right, right for the ball. But uh, like you said, not successful right there. And uh, could have been a hard fall right there because he, he went into the hill. Yeah. So his face might have got smudged in, but he is walking, so seems like there's no broken bones. Seems like he's all good to go. And Travis is taking a look back at Crowley over at first base, debating if he should throw back at him. Maybe a balk. Hey, maybe that'll be better for the Cardinals, but loads up, aims at the plate. It's a chopper down to shortstop. And oh. he fumbles the ball. Crowley using his speed to take off to third base, and he will make it on time. Kellen Moore staying on first, so now men on the corner for the Cardinals. Yeah, Nick Akey with an E6 there. That's what they're going to score it as, fumbling the ball. We've seen both shortstops, both Akey and Robert Kelly, really struggling to control the ball. So I, be I believe it's probably got to be at the field at this point with the shortstops both really, really struggling to contain that ball. But good thing for the Cardinals, able to get a base hit off of that error. And runners on the corners right now. Crowley on third using his speed to get around. Yeah, now we have Teak Toto at the plate for the Cardinals. Daffy could open up the lead here with a man on first and third. I see if Travis Patron checking on Kellen Moore at first, but nothing happening over there. Him getting back on time. This would definitely be a big, a big gap opener. Maybe a, a, also a momentum changer for the Cardinals to shut out the game here against Princeton as Travis loads up, takes the plate. Teak Toto a bit late on that one. So the count is 0-1 with one out. Remember, we're back on the air tomorrow morning, bright-eyed and bushy-tail. 10 o'clock is game time, so uh, catch us 20 minutes before 
as the Cardinals take on the Conwell Egan Catholics. Toto once again really slow, uh, really late on that uh, swing, and he quickly goes down 0-2. Yeah, that quickly goes down 0-2. <coughs> uh, I mean, I feel like the most of these batters here know they can make contact with this pitcher. Like, they feel confident, so that's why they're swinging so hard and missing the ball. Right there, that's low in the dirt. Great scoop by the Princeton catcher. Hammerschlag there. there. Yes, sir. Thank you for, for helping me. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of um, European names on this roster, like uh, Nordic names. You've got uh, Hammerschlag. You've got a guy with uh, Lion Dyke, uh, McKenzie, Patron, uh, Baglio. As that one's out of the zone, so that'll be 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two right here to count for Teak Toto. That was a low ball right there. He was very patient in there. So now we are here to see with men on the corner. This could be a huge moment, as I previously said, for the Cardinals. Travis is getting a signal. Takes a quick look at first, saying no to the catcher. Maybe he should say yes. He decides, finally says yes. Loads up, goes to the home, and it is outside. So the count goes to three and two for Teak Toto. <coughs> Wise look there from Toto. You know, he's trying to get some contact, but hey, he will gladly take a walk and try and load the bases here. If Patron tries and throw down one low, here's the 3 2. That, that is one out aside. Yeah, that one's outside. So now Teak Toto moves to first base. Base is loaded with one out. And now we have Riley Rivera up at the plate. Uh, maybe we'll get another inside the park home run or inside the park triple or whatever you want to call it that led to a inside the park home run. It was um, a triple and then an E6 that triple E6 that led to what we called an inside the park home run. It seemed like this from <laughs> our perspective. I give him the credit for that. So now we have Riley up at the plate here, as we saw him use his speed previously early in this game as he stole home. Riley with a line drive to left field. Definitely a tag up from the third baseman right there as he's going to go take it home, and he is making it standing as we see Aiden Crowley amped and excited for the team, getting another point on the board. So now the score goes to 11-8 to for the Cardinals in the top of the fifth inning as we now have Deacon Moore, the freshman, up to bat. Rivera out with the F7, now 11-8 to in favor of Lawrence in the top of the fifth inning. Moore's previous three at-bats resulted in a fielder's choice hit by pitch and a flyout to the first baseman to end that rally in the third inning by Lawrence. Runners, runners just on second base, still in scoring position. Moore takes one, hide but just barely in the zone. Will go down 1-0 oh, uh, on oh the count. 0-1 oh rather. That seemed like a good pitch right there, Moore. She just wants Travis trying to just throw more, seems like. So he says, if you really want me to do something, throw the ball. And we have a time here by the blue. Not too sure why, but someone had to call time. Everyone gets back into position, and we're all ready to go here. And Travis gets a signal he likes. Everyone has a respectable lead, pitches in. And Deacon Moore with a what seems to be shot. And it's going to be shallow. Drop. We have Kellen Moore coming home safely standing. We have a RBI single for Deacon Moore. Deacon drives in his brother now 12 to 8 in favor of the cards. And if you're Princeton, you got to think about maybe pulling out Patron. 
but Deacon Moore, who started this game on the mound, really contributing a lot when it comes to the batter's box. That's his first <coughs> that's his uh, first hit this afternoon. And it looks like Aiden Poot will pinch hit here in place of Ben Pollock. Yeah, that was a big uh that was a big at bat for the Cardinals. They bring two runs in this inning. So now giving them a little extra cushion now at the four point lead rather than a two score lead in the top of the fifth inning. However, there are still two outs for the Cardinals, so they will have to try to make something happen with two men on the corner. And like you did say as well, we now have Aiden Poot, the freshman, up to bat for the Cardinals. Poot, who has one hit this season so far in his young career, was hit a single in Pennington. He's going to take one. That was really outside and away, but they're going to call that a strike. Poot currently technically has the highest batting average on the team because he's batting 1,000 right now at the moment with being one for one in Pennington. Pinch hitting in place of Ben Pollock. Patron looking for his sign from Hammerschlag. Finally likes a pitch. Checks the bases real quick. Runners on the corners right now. Poot takes one down low and quickly evens the count one and one. Yeah, low ball right there in the dirt. And now we have Travis is trying to get something in there. It looks like we're going to go back into the pinch hitting here. If we have, if Poot does not get out here, Josh Vestrocki currently in the on deck circle at the moment. Patron goes back to the first base. Temperature really starting to go down here at Princeton currently in minute number 130 of this game. It has been a marathon here from Princeton. That's going to be low in the dirt. 2-1 in favor of Aiden Poot. Yeah, 2-1 right now. Two outs for Aiden Poot. The freshman staying active in the batter's box with a 12-8 lead for the Cardinals with men on the, corno on the corners. I don't know why I said it like that. Runners on the corners. We've got Teak Toto in scoring position at the moment. Deacon on first. Yeah, high pitch right there. So <coughs> as we see, Poot just letting that one, Aiden Poot just letting that one go by. So three, one count with men on the corner, two outs. Here's the three, one. That's gonna be just barely in the zone. So it's now in a full count here for Aiden Poot. A nice full count here for Poot. Steph trying to see what he can make work here. First baseman, I'm not going to be surprised if we see Deacon just take off over at first. Or will we have to see? Because he might just... See what they do. Oh, and Deacon Moore now going to be caught in a bit of a rundown here, trying to figure out where he's going to go. Patron's going to throw towards second. And now here comes Toto at the plate, and he's going to be... He's going to be called out, stealing home. Not the most smartest, not the most intelligent play right there. Well, that I don't know because you had Deacon Moore caught in a rundown between first and second, and then you got Toto just trying to steal home there. I don't know what you're entirely doing. I mean, I think Jim Mayer was probably telling him he was stationed at third, as a third base coach, probably told him to go and steal. But a difficult situation there for the cards as Toto records the third out stealing. But, yeah. Chris, they're still up by four runs. A lot can still happen, though. Yeah, still up by four. They're going into this next 
inning with a lot of more momentum now. So hopefully that's this side. But for now, we'll be back with more Lawrence Cardinals baseball right here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell, to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties, to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. I'm Riley Rivera, second baseman for Lawrence High. Catch America's Pastime, high school style, on your Amazon Alexa on 107.7 The Bronx Retro to listen to your Cardinals play. Welcome back to Lawrence Cardinals Baseball here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. And as we start the bottom of the fifth inning, the Lawrence Cardinals hold a 12-8 lead over the Princess Tigers. And let me give credit to my guy right next to me. I'm with Trey right here, and I'm Chris Aponte. Yeah definitely been an interesting game it has been definitely one of the longest games we have seen all season long before the princeton tigers it looks like it's going to be hammerschlag uh patron and winters up to bat here for the bottom of the fifth inning as they are down by four runs lawrence is trying to have three big shutdown innings but we have seen momentum swings mightier than the arm of zeus yeah we definitely have that was a good way to quote it High pitch right there by Crowley. Hammerschlag, his previous two at-bats. 5-3 put out in the uh, bottom of the second inning and then had a single. Foul ball. So that's going to be fouled there by Hammerschlag, the catcher, who has really done a bang-up job in the two position here this afternoon. But Hammerschlag... Hit a 5-3, put out, and then hit a single in the bottom of the third inning during that four-run rally by the Tigers. But here he is for the third time this afternoon. Fouls one down the third base line. Yeah, chopper down <coughs> third base. Did go foul, so now count goes to one and two for Crowley in his favor. Trying to end this at bat, I guess he would say. Not the side, still too early. Not even one out down yeah. first at bat or so. But definitely to get the first out of the inning. So pitch coming in by Kirkley. High, high curve ball right there. So not able to dip enough. So count goes to 2-2. Yeah, Crowley just trying to get a 1-2-3 inning. Hammerschlag just trying to keep his team in this game. But time is running out for the Tigers. It's good for the Cardinals as Hammerschlag is going to call time. There we go, calling time. You know, everyone, his teammates, reassuring that he knows it's his box and no one else is in there, and that is true. He's currently the only person in there. Next pitch coming in by Crowley is a strikeout, so it no longer is his batter's box as someone else will be moving along in there, and Crowley gets the first out of the inning. Yeah, and that was a beautiful, beautiful pitch there from Crowley. One down, just trying to get the next two in a row, and here's the guy who's been on the mound here for the Tigers for the past couple innings. We've got Travis Patrone, 
who his first at-bat back in the bottom of the third inning, he was walked, made it to second base before being stranded on there. Here's a 0-0 from Crowley. Outside, ball one. And now, like you said, pitcher versus pitcher right now. Little little thing I've been noticing is every time Crowley pitches, his hat is coming off, so he might need a little smaller size hat. Yeah, but he is throwing the absolute gusto out of that baseball. Here's the 0-1. That's going to quickly go 1-1 as Patron wanted all of that. You could hear the bat whiff from I, all the way back here. I was just about to say that right now. It's funny how you just mentioned now he's throwing with as much as he, as he can, and then you hear the bah, off the mitt. So uh, quick one-in-one one count. That's going to make it 2-1 there as there's an outside fastball. Do you think sand is getting in his eye? Potentially. Yeah, maybe. For Crowley or for Dobkin? Crowley. Maybe a little bit. Again, Lawrence is used to playing on a turf field, and it's a beautiful turf field at that. True. But here, we got a little bit of a sandlot here in Princeton, as that's going to be lined all the way back to left field. Pollock not able to get back there in time, and it looks like Patron is going to get an easy double here. So Patron in scoring position, up to bat now. Looks like it's going to be back to Alex Winters. Yeah, it's a uh, a quick, quick start right there for the Tigers as we have a bit of a miscommunication by the Cardinals bench. And now they're going to put, seems like they're going to throw Kellen Moore into pitch as he's getting a quick sip of Gatorade as Coach Mayers take another walk to the mound. And that does seem correct. So now Kellen Moore will take a trip to the mound right now to see if he can complete the side for the Cardinals and now a round of applause for Crowley as he has pitched the last few innings here. Patron with the second bat, the second at-bat double there. Now Kellen Moore, Jim Mayer's starting ace is going to take the mound here as the fourth pitcher for the Cardinals this afternoon. Both ball clubs dipping deep into their bullpen and this is really bad news for Lawrence because <coughs> excuse me for Lawrence you you've still got a game tomorrow morning bright and early in less than 24 hours the, the rate this game is going we're going to have a, le a game in less than 12 hours with how slow <laughs> pace we're going hopefully that doesn't be the case because I don't see any lights here so yeah, no it did. oh wow I didn't even put that into perspective there are no lights at this field so uh, let's hope that doesn't play into any effect. But um, uh, like you did just say, they, they are deeping, digging deep into their bullpen. And, and just a quick thing I'm noticing down at the other game at the far end of this field is a line back to the pitcher and it chopped at his feet and he just fell. So I hope that pitcher's okay. Just wanted yeah. to say that really quick. I hope he's all good. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see, especially with another game tomorrow for the for the Cardinals. Um how they're able to maintain it is their pitchers to their to their advantage because like you said using four um is not is not the they, not the most ideal especially when you got back-to-back -back games i'm guessing they'll probably start off with either ben pollock or aiden crowley uh you'll probably like switch both of those guys will probably play tomorrow at some point or another depends on who your starter is then you probably bring in rohan kaista to finish things off because he's been your closer as of late but kellen moore coming in as a fireman and we've it's been a far it's been like Ocean County here with the wildfires going down there. It's just you know flunked right into here. It seems like uh, Moore's coming in here to just uh, 
save the day almost in a way just to come in and just make sure everything is it's shut out or just save the game strictly like that right there a first pitch in the strike zone swing foul for winters winters and his first three at bats had an e got to first base on an e4 in the top the bottom of the first inning then hit a single and then a walk in the second and third bottoms of those innings Moore gets a sign from Dobkin, checks the runner back at second, checks him once again. Here it comes. That's going to be line drive down the third base line, but it's going to go foul just before it gets to the bag. But you're looking at you're looking at Kellen Moore right now. In 16 innings pitch, he's got two wins on the season, so he's definitely been the ace of this rotation. Has only allowed three hits, two of the uh, two runs, only one of those being an earned run. He's walked only five batters, and he leads the team in strikeouts with an ERA of point zero or a zero point four four. So more definitely the top pitcher in this rotation on uh, so far six games in the season. Mayor really trying to uh, play his trap card to get uh, Lawrence the W. Yeah, definitely the, like I said, the ace of this team so far with pitching. And now he has a 1-2 count against Winters here in the bottom of the fifth inning. I'm just curious to see what's going to happen here with Moore in this at-bat. He has been throwing in the zone. Uh, it's a bit low getting behind. That's going to be a wild pitch that gets past Dobkin. Patron will advance to third. So that will make it 2-2 for Alex Winters. And now, next up, it will be uh, John Tiao with uh, Michael Perite currently in the hole right now, and Jack Durbin around the bend. This will be a big, big strikeout right here if you can get it. 2-2. Two -two. That's going to be in the zone. Strikeout looking. Winters knew it. He is frustrated with himself. But a big out there for Kellen Moore. Two down, one to go in the fifth. Great, great strikeout right there by Kellen Moore. And now we have our guy who previously pitched earlier. Pitched only in a third of an inning. He's John Tiao as Kellen Moore. Throw one there. That looked a little in the zone there, especially given Tiao's height, but we'll call it a ball, and it's 1-0. Uh, oh. Tiao in his previous three at-bats, strikeout, double, strikeout. So if the pattern continues, it looks like it's going to be a double. That would probably be an RBI double. Ooh. Ball right in the zone there. Moore throwing the heat really, really hard right now. Yeah, Moore is just doing his thing right now. We saw this previously at his last game. Um, something he's known to do, just get the ball in the zone, get it there efficiently and as fast as possible. So here we go. Next pitch coming in by Moore. A great, great off-speed pitch. That's all. Uh, did he get him? Ooh, oh, wow. Crazy <coughs> instinct right there. Uh, as we saw Dobkins just take a shot down the third baseline as the runner was walking back to the bag and uh, ended up making it back safely, but it was definitely a close call. Yeah, Dobkin trying to catch Jack, uh, Jack or Travis Patron rather lacking there on third, but Deacon Moore unable to tag him in time. Moore's brother Kellen on the mound right now. One ball, two strikes, 12 to eight game here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Cards by four, here it is. Swinging strike, but it's gonna go out of Dobkin's mitt and he will get the two, three put out. That will send Tao back and that will end the inning. 
So the Cardinals survive once again, and they still lead by four here, Chris. Yeah, great, great inning by the Cardinals, and we'll be back with more Lawrence Cardinals baseball right here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. Lawrence High School Baseball is a hit. Tap the Odyssey app to hear me, pitcher, Connor Crowley, and all the Cardinals play this season. Anywhere you are on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Welcome back to Lawrence High School Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. So as we saw previously, a great inning by the Cardinals uh, after getting Kellen Moore in the game and getting three outs efficiently. The Cardinals are looking here to stay alive or, or keep the bats active to increase their lead uh, here in the top of the six. Amen to that. So Pollock will come back in place of Poot. Pollock was originally batting eighth in the lineup, still batting eighth. Pollock has had two at-bats so far today, a walk and a strikeout looking. He, Josh Vestraki, and Giovanni Brogel up to bat here in the top of the sixth inning. That's going to be a... High fastball just outside 0-1, or excuse me, 1-0. No. Yeah, for first ball, first uh, pitch, I should say. It's a bit outside and away, so next pitch coming in by Travis. This seems like, again, a bit up in the zone, but the ump is calling that one, so you got to let it go. And now, as we're going to see, Ben Pollock stay active here as he gets swings at a low pitch, chopper right down the third base. And that will be a 5-3 three. Three out for the first out of the inning. Josh Frashaki comes up for his first time this afternoon. Currently has had two at-bats this season, one RBI and two walks. So I guess with the walks, I guess with the walks, account, whenever you're at bat, bases loaded and you get walked, I guess that counts as an RBI. So Ooh. an RB4I. I guess for Vashraki, he's gonna take one out and away. Goes up in the count one no. That's uh, a nice stat to have. Just to get walked, you get to get an RBI. We've had a lot of it. we've had a lot of those today. That's for damn sure. <laughs> that is a fact. Next pitch coming in by Travis is inside. So we see Josh right there take a quick scoop back. And who needs ESPN when you can get the latest sports news, highlights, and scores on 107.7 The Bronx, the overtime. Two-time intercollegiate, intercollegiate Broadcasting Systems Media Award winner for best sports update in the country. And as we see right there, Travis with another ball outside of the zone to the count quickly goes to 2-1. and one. Yeah, Patron really getting his pitch count up, though. He's got 46 pitches right now. 
And here comes pitch number 47. That's going to be a line drive from Brashaki. Ball's going to come down. Oh, he dropped it. And he's going to be dropped. No. Brashaki going for second. Here's the play at the bag, but he's going to be called out at second. I'm surprised wow. that Vrshaki went for the second bag. Just a freshman mistake there, I think. But ball was dropped in right field there by Newman. But it's going to be one down, excuse me, two away quickly. Seems like the ump is having quick discussion with the coach. Not too sure what that's about. I think they called it Princeton. The Princeton players thought it was caught by uh, Dylan Newman, but he clearly dropped that in the outfield. So, you know, head coach really arguing a lot with the home plate umpire. But regardless, I, I really don't know why you're arguing that because you're you're say you still got the out at second. So it doesn't. I don't believe it was about that play. It might have been a call previous of that, and the coaches were just frustrated. But uh, Brogo lines one shot for Brogo right there, getting on base. I guess he liked the first pitch he saw and he took advantage. So Brogo getting on the base. I believe he's been on base every at bat so far he has today. been on base all but one in the top oh, of the fourth one. inning where he flew out to our dylan newman i keep calling him alex newman for some reason but it's dylan newman who's playing right field he flew out with an f9 but four out of five first play uh, base appearances for giovanni brogel now aiden crowley takes one of the dirt brogel sets on his horse for second and he will get there safe oh and it looks like it hit Crowley's foot, so they're going to call it a hit by pitch for Aiden Crowley. And runners on first and second for the cards. Here we go. Just a bit of another frustration moment by the coach. Yeah, you see a lot. As the ump is stating that it hit, it hit the batter's foot. The catcher's signifying it hit his arm. And now the coaches are arguing about it. Or not, I'm not going to say arguing, but discussing it. Now the umps will get together and discuss it. You see a bunch of frustration by the Princeton side right now. Well, as it stands, Crowley will be at first. Brogel will be at second. Regardless, and it'll be Brogel at second, but it looks like we're going to confirm the call. Yeah, we'll stay as it stands. So now we have Crowley at first. Brogel at second. And a bit of pr frustrated Princeton coaches on the sideline. So Robert Kelly up for his fifth at-bat of the afternoon. We're seeing these guys really, really getting a little tired out here, especially in the batter's box with all the times they've been at-bat. That's a ball in the dirt. Hammerschlag able to keep that from going past him. Kelly, his previous four at-bats, E3 to get to first base, flew out to right field, then he walked and then flew out to the shorter, to the second baseman to record the first out of the top of the fifth inning, but he's back up here in the sixth. Cardinals up 12 to eight right here. Top of the sixth inning, two outs on the board, one and zero hit pitch. That's gonna make it two and zero. Yeah, two and zero. Good eye on the ball right there by Robert Kelly. So now we have two out count, two outs, man on first and second for the Cardinals. Score is currently 12 to eight in the top of the sixth inning. As we have Travis Pachon on the mound for the Princeton Tigers and Robert Kelly on in the batter's box for the Lawrence Cardinals. And here we go with a 2-0 pitch. Inside the zone, so count goes to 2-1. and one. 
Kellen Moore in the on-deck circle at the moment. Teak Toto in the hole. Rivera around the bend. Those are your next three batters. And they will be up to bat if Rivera uh, Kelly is unable or Kelly is unable to get on base here. Outside, 3-1. 3-1 pitch right here. Robert Kelly being very patient in the mound. <coughs> we see the Cardinals dugout giving him some wisdom and some knowledge right here. Just stay patient and wait for your pitch coming in the zone. So let's see if that's what he does. Here's 3-1. And that's what he does. High ball right there. So Robert Kelly moves on to first base. Base is loaded for the Lawrence Cardinals, and it seems like we might have a long inning here. Yeah, we definitely are. Base is loaded here for Kellen Moore trying to crack this game back out of contention. But you got to start thinking about taking Travis Patron out of here and it looks like that's might what they do. He's at 54 pitches right now and managerial, managerial staff coming out here for the Tigers and that might be the end of Patron's afternoon. Now it looks like they're just going to have a little bit of a mound meeting here, a little bit of a talk. Seems like that's what it might be. And now he gets comfortable back on the mound. Yeah. But like we've been saying all broadcast long on deck for Lawrence High School Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro is tomorrow, April 15th. Here today, uh, tomorrow, Saturday, April 15th at 10 a.m. Listen to the Cardinals exclusively on WRRC2 online at 1077thebronc.com via our free Apple Odyssey and Google Play apps as well as Amazon Echo. Simply search, down, simply search and download WRRC2. That game tomorrow afternoon is against Conwell Egan Catholic taking on the Eagles. And I hope this game does not go too late because I still have to get the stats for that team some way, somehow. <laughs> Indeed we do. We have Kellen Moore on the mound with a shot. It seems like that might fall. Yes, it will, and it might go. It will go behind the left fielder. Two runs will score for the Cardinals. And now... The Cardinals increased their lead by two by a big uh, two-RBI single by Kellen Moore. Moore with four RBIs in this game already that shoots his amount. I believe that should be shoot him past Aiden Crowley. Four RBI amounts. Let's see, Moore's got five coming into this game. So now Kellen Moore, nine RBIs on the season, surpasses Aiden Crowley. Both Crowley and Deacon Moore. So the Moore brothers currently 1-2 when it comes to RBIs at the moment. How about that? Well, what a great baseball family. Yeah, great, 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 great team, right? Or family, I should say, right there. Teak Toto takes his batter's box for the third time, or for the fifth time this afternoon, rather. Of course, we've got to mention both AJ and Deacon's father. Or, uh, as that's going to be lined there into... The right field by Teak Toto. Here comes Robert Kelly at the plate. He is going to be safe. So three more runs in this inning for the Cardinals, and it looks like time is definitely running out for the Tigers. Yeah, time is definitely running out for the Tigers as now the lead expands to 15-8 for the Cardinals with men on the corners. And now we see what damage can be done now with T oh with Riley Rivera now in the box for the Cardinals. Rivera, his previous four at bats resulting in a single, a single, a single, and a single. Bats balls popped up into the air, but it looks like it's going to go into the bench. 
into the dugout, rather, for Lawrence. <laughs> so it seems like Princeton just got one of the guys off the sideline, off the JV game, to maybe come pitch. Yeah. I don't know if that's even. That might be the case, an instant call-up. I mean, you know, Patron's at 60 pitches right now, definitely looking a little stressed out there. Been one of the longest tenures we've seen all day long, but 8-15 to 15 is your score here at the moment. In the top of the sixth inning, Riley Rivera, three singles and a fly out to left field. Makes up his uh, stats right now, so he's currently batting 800 on the day. Really, really impressive out of Rivera. Yeah, very, very. 800 is incredible. It's <laughs> unrealistic, as some people would say, but uh, it's making it happen so far this season. So now Rivera up at the batter's box with a huge lead pitch coming in. It is a foul tip, so that will call the inning over. So a three-run inning for the Cardinals to expand the lead to 15-8 over the Princeton Tigers. And now we are leading into the bottom of the sixth inning. We'll be right back with more Lawrence High School Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. 107.7 The Bronx campus traditions are under in part by Maui Lou Hawaiian Barbecue, the official Hawaiian food truck of 107.7 The Bronx. Ah, the beauty of the islands. Cold drink in your hand and warm feet on the sand. Ugh. You might be a lifetime away from enjoying the paradise that is Hawaii, but you can experience the flavors and tastes of the sandwich islands here. Maui Lu Hawaiian Barbecue offers traditional island platters to give you the zesty tastes of the Pacific without the 10-hour flight. Try new and customary dishes that originated in the Aloha State, like Maui Lu's pulled pork lao lao. Or how about the ultra-popular loco moco, a burger with white rice, fried egg, and gravy. The dedicated husband and wife team behind Maui Lu are on a mission to bring island vibes to the mainland and your next event. Follow and contact them on Facebook and Instagram at Maui Lu Hawaiian BBQ to cater to your private party, festival, special, or corporate event. Live your life with aloha. Take five and hang ten. Hi, this is third baseman Daniel Driscoll. Before every first pitch, I tell my family to download the WRRC2 app in Apple and Google Play to listen to me play on 1077 The Bronx Retro. You're listening to the Cardinals play baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. I'm Chris Aponte here with Trey Wright. And we are at the bottom of the sixth inning in a very, very long game i shall say here today very very long closing in on three hours here in about 20 minutes which will make it definitely feel like a major league game here but it's definitely got a little bit of a beer league feel 15 to 8 is your score the cardinals in front by seven kellen moore on the mound nine pitches in. here comes pitch number 10 that's going to be high and away towards number 11 of michael perite yeah it should be interesting here how uh, the Cardinals got to take care of everything, or I should say how more will be able to take everything on the mound uh, and get get rid of everything. So, ooh, a quick chopper down to the shortstop, and he will make the throw on time. So that will be a 6-3. Six, 6-3, three. Six, three, put out. Put out. Rivera four. from Crowley. There we go. There we go. I'm learning a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long since I've said, like, a 6-3 or anything like that, so... Lost that touch, but, you know, we're getting back to it. So there we go. A 6-3 to numbers-wise. It's a 6-1, and the actual numbers are wearing. But 
Still one out. Jack Durbin up for his fourth at bat of the afternoon. Moore throws one right down the gut. 0 and 1 is the count. Durbin's the previous three at bats. He was hit by a pitch, hit a 6 3 put out, and had a, a double there. And he reached the plate to score. Quickly goes down 0 and 2 in this one. I think uh, Kyle Moore might have hurt us and he wants to go home. Yeah, I agree. Like, <laughs> Moore definitely looks a little bit annoyed there on the mound, but he's definitely been doing the heavy lifting. He's got four of Lawrence's 15 runs by far, the most at the moment. Ball in the dirt, and the count goes to one and two. One, two count here, and Moore here just trying to put him down, put him to the side. There's one out, seven-point lead for the Cardinals here in the bottom of the six. Only one more inning to go here, so... Definitely be interesting to see where it goes. And a strikeout right there for Kellamore and the Cardinals. So now there are two down for the Cardinals, one to go. And now for the Princeton Tigers, we have Dylan Newman coming up to bat. Dylan Newman, previous three at-bats, 4-3, put out a single and a strikeout looking. So you know he's hungry to get on base here once again this afternoon. Actually, one of the people that got the scoring going, and he's going to hit a Ooh. chopper. Just foul. Looks like that hit him in the left ankle. Yeah, right off the floor, <laughs> right off the dirt. Chopping right back to him. Those things, because worst part is you can't even and, and do much about it after. So, Which one of your favorite Lawrence Cardinals will be the most valuable player of the game? Listen to the Bronx MVP, most valuable Cardinal of the game during the Lawrence High School Baseball postgame show exclusively right here on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Hopefully that comes here soon, and hopefully it will result in a Lawrenceville W. Here's the pitch, low and inside, 1-1. Inside pitch right there by Kellen Moore. And now... We're going to see what's going to happen here. Gets a sign from Dobkin. Newman with the 1-1. Here's the pitch. Good breaking ball there from Moore. Actually, that might have been a curveball there. Nasty curve. And Newman quickly going down. One and two on the count. Two outs here in the bottom of the sixth inning. And umpire telling Moore... To, you know, clean up his mouth a little bit there with uh, probably, I don't know if he's trying to throw like a spitball or anything like that, but here's the pitch. Ooh. Ball in the dirt. That's a swinging strike. Live ball. Dobkin going to chuck it all the way to Crowley. Crowley will get it. 2-3 put out to end the side. And Lawrence back up to bat. Yeah, great inning for the Cardinals. And now we'll be going on to the seventh inning. And we'll be right back with more. Lawrence High School Baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. 1077 The Bronx campus traditions are underwritten in part by the Miller Keystone Blood Center in Ewing. Did you know that every two seconds someone in the U.S. requires a blood transfusion? Oh, and here's another interesting fact. 25% of the population will require a blood transfusion in their lifetime. The simple reality is there is no substitute for blood. The only source is a volunteer blood donor. 40% of the population is eligible to donate blood. However, only 4% do. Here's what you need to know. Anyone who is in good health, 16 years of age or older, and weighs 110 pounds or more is the most likely eligible to donate blood. I know you're probably wondering, how can I get involved? If you or someone you know is interested in becoming a donor, Miller Keystone Blood Center
Center in Ewing is the perfect place to donate. For more information, call Miller Keystone Blood Center at 1-800-BA-DONOR or log on to giveapint.org to schedule an appointment. Your blood, their hope. Miller Keystone Blood Center. It's baseball season. Tune into 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear me, first baseman TJ Neiman, play select Cardinals home and road games on WRRC2. Listen online at 1077thebronc.com. We're back with more Lawrence High School baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Lawrence with a quick closer to, the, uh, to close the side previously. And now we are looking at the top of the seventh inning with Lawrence holding a 15-8 lead. I am Chris Aponte here with Trey Wright. And it seems like we both just want to see Lawrence come out of this game with a victory here. I think we all just want to, you know, just kind of get out of here in general. We were chatting with Giovanni Brogel a bit there during the break, laughing about how late this game was going. But it has been definitely been the latest game of the season so far. Of course, only our second broadcast of the year, so... Not too, too bad. Not at all. Definitely going to raise our average up just a little bit. Deacon Moore leading off here in the top of the seventh inning. Cards up 15 to 8 here as we approach the three-hour mark of this one here from Princeton. That's going to be a line drive all the way up to left field, and it's going to be caught right there by Nick Akey at uh, shortstop, so a quick L6 there. Puts puts the cards down by an out. Yeah, quick start to the inning for the Tigers with Deacon Moore swinging at the pitch he liked. Just didn't fall in his favor, so now up to bat for the Cardinals, TJ Neman. He's the man. Yeah. The man is the man. Neiman is the man coming up for the first time this afternoon. He hits a ground ball right through the 5-4 gap, but it's going to be, oh, it's going to be thrown past the first baseman of Jack Durbin. Excuse me, no, it's gonna, they're going to move Perite to first base. And TJ Neiman, if I'm not mistaken, that is going to be his first hit of the season. He will get to second base and will immediately get replaced by Toby Mitchell, who's pinch running. Yeah, that was a great contact. Uh, you know, I just acknowledged that he was D-man, and he proved that he was D-man, so... Uh, you know, he's now uh, has a runner on base for the Cardinals as they do seem try to uh, make this lead go a bit longer as we now have a batter, Drew Dopkins, going in batter's box for the Cardinals as he just took off his shin guards for the catcher. You know, gotta love that about catchers, you know. Yeah. So he's got to give him that little extra second with the shin guards. So I believe they're going to score that a single and an E2 or an E3, rather, for T.J. Neiman. Here is Dobkin. He's going to line one all the way to center field, but that's going to come down with it is going to be Alex Winters running towards third. Tacking up towards third is going to be Toby Mitchell. Cardinals down their last out of the game, hopefully. But Toby Mitchell on third as Lawrence looks to extend this lead to eight runs. We have Gio Brago, who's been on fire so far lately, just getting on the base every moment he can this game. Seems like he's just in his little groove right now. So Definitely in his sixth at-bat of the game. Walk, walk, hit by a pitch, flying out to the right fielder, and a single. Make up his stat sheet for the day so far. Let's see if he can get on base one more time. That's going to be a high fastball from uh, Travis Patron there, his 63rd pitch of the game. Yeah, he didn't like that pitch coming in, so, you know, he just watched it and 
going to wait for the next one. So uh, he's been very patient today so far as he had multiple at-bats where he just just waited for four pitches straight. Didn't like any of them, didn't swing on any of them. So um, now he's just trying to, you know, might do the same thing, see if we bring a guy home in for to extend the lead to 16-8, uh, but currently they stand at 15-8. Pitch coming in by Travis Patron is outside. So, like I just said, we see the patience right here. So, three balls, zero strikes, two outs for Gio Brago. And Brogel has only had one strike against him in six at-bats. It has just been Walk City for the, uh, for the center fielder. That's going to be just in the zone. So, excuse me, the left fielder is uh, Giovanni Brogel. So it's been Walk City for the left fielder this afternoon, who's only taken his second strike of the afternoon. Here's the pitch from Patron, low and away, ball four once again. Travis has just been on the mound for like the past, what, four innings? Four, I'd say four, ever since the third inning. So about yeah, four, three and three two thirds innings pitched. Insane. And it's been a long couple of innings as well. Has it been a quick one, two, three every single time? So now no, Travis steps off the mound just to let all the runners stay at their respective bases <laughs> that they are at. Here's Aiden Crowley, who's been on base quite a bit today. As he's going to take one really outside, but they're going to call that in the zone. So he goes to, goes down 0-1 on the count. Crowley stat line, single, strikeout, walk, walk, and a hit-by-pitch back in the sixth inning. So Crowley... Up for the fifth time, or excuse me, the sixth time this afternoon. Swing and strike there, ball in the dirt. Quickly goes down 0-2. Yeah, Crowley's trying to swing to the fences, even if it's baseball or golf, doesn't matter. He's swinging at the fences, and uh, right now he's down two strikes, so he must defend the plate. We'll see what he can do. Patron throws his 70th pitch of the day. Runner going, Brogel trying to get to second, and he will steal second no, because the uh, it's going to be scored as an error I believe once again as Toby Mitchell will come in from third yeah, it seemed like Nick Akey wasn't able to secure the ball and tag Brogo on, on, on the steal right there and the ball ended up going behind Akey and the runner from third ended up coming to score so Brogo will advance to second on the E2 actually I believe it will be we'll scored as an E3 but Patron fires towards the mound or fires towards the plate, rather. He'll take that, or uh, Dobkin, or rather Crowley, will take that inside, and it's 2-2 with two outs. It is getting really late. I want to go home. I'm not I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But I'm just trying to, we're just enjoying the weather out here, watching some high school baseball. Yeah, ball, that's all it is. That's all it's about. in the dirt right there, so that gets to a full count for the Cardinals. 3-2, two, two outs, man on second. Cardinals up by eight in the top of the seventh inning. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Patron just trying to get out of this game, and that's going to be a ball four. Literally, it might have hit Crowley there, but he's going to take his base regardless. And Crowley, once again, will get on base. I'm telling you, all of these guys' on-base percentage is going through the roof. If you're Billy Bean and Peter Brand, and if this was the movie Moneyball, you'd be like, yeah, he's get, he's like, get Ortega off first base. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're, we're, we're bringing in these kids. Yeah, we're bringing everyone we're, in. We're bringing in David Justice, Scott Hatterberg, and uh, the one guy who did, like, a dance on top of everything. <laughs> it's Robert Kelly. 
is going to foul that one down the third baseline. He'll go down 1-0 and or 0-1 in the count. Yeah, but like you said, everyone's getting on base today and at a, at a high percentage. And that's definitely something you'd like to see, but you're seeing that a lot here today. Next we have... Oh, oh. Robert Kelly, who's got a little bit of a dirt on his uniform. He's going to have to clean that up for tomorrow's game against Conwell Egan Catholic. 10 a.m. start, so these guys, really quick turnaround for these guys, especially on a road game. Thankfully, it is Princeton. It's not their farthest road game this season, which is Haddon, which we will be broadcasting that game on Friday, April 28th. Patron fires towards the plate. That's going to be high and away. Three balls, two strikes. Or three balls and one strike. It's going to be count. It's going to be two and one. Yeah, you see all of them being very patient in the box right now. Travis is definitely has a little tired right now, so they're just trying to see if his arm could last. That was his 76th pitch now on pitch 77. That's going to be popped up in the air. It's going to go down in the forest behind us. Pitch number 77 for Travis Patron. Pitched four innings, 77 pitches in four innings. That is a ridiculous amount of pitches to be thrown. I believe that's an average about maybe 18 or 19 pitches in an inning. So he is definitely getting the arm workout right now. Kelly is going to line that to left field. He's going to go back. It might be extra bases as he's coming in. Parite is still going back. Kelly uh, digging for third base, and he is going to get it, as the Viners say, oh, baby, a triple. Yeah, definitely a crazy, crazy shot right there. Let's bring two in home for the Cardinals, extending the lead to, look at the 10-point lead, if you ask me correctly. Score should be 18-8 for the Cardinals, the top of the seventh here, with Kellen Moore up to bat. And what what an absolute that was a moon manhandling. Shot. And yeah, what a moonshot that was by Robert Kelly. Uh, getting his third or first triple of the year. That was a moonshot right there by Robert <laughs> Kelly. I, I, I thought he wasn't able to bring that home, but uh you know, he got a stand up triple. Sounds what, what's so bad about that? Nothing bad, nothing, you know, hey. Nothing. A stand up triple sounds beautiful to me. Amen to that, but Currently 18-8 in favor of the Cards as Kellen Moore steps in the batter's box for the sixth time this afternoon. Moore, he has been nothing short of stellar, both on the mound and in the batter's box, similar to is the game in Nottingham, our first broadcast of the year. Moore's stat line for the season as he quickly takes a uh, cutter really inside. 2-1 count for Kellen Moore. Moore's stat line today, a single, a 5-3 out. A walk, another single, and another single. Trying to get another single here. All the singles for Kellen Moore. All the single ladies for Kellen Moore. Absolutely. He takes the ball right in the zone. 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two count. Two outs. For Kellen Moore. Four RBIs on the day. Four more. Maybe he wants some more. Four RBIs and two strikeouts. And he's going to foul one right by us. Thankfully, the gate is in front because... If the gate was not there, I would not be able to have children because that was aimed right between both of our legs. <laughs> We're getting tired here. Everybody's really getting tired. Everybody just wants to go home. Still got another half of inning. Yeah, but thankfully it is a Friday evening. But it's true. Quick turnaround for the cards as that ball is going to go behind Kellen Moore to the backstop Hammerschlag. We'll get it in time to make sure Robert Kelly is not able to advance home to make it 17 to 8, or 19 to 8, rather. 
but a really slow-moving game as we're about three minutes away from uh, breaking into the hour number three mark of this contest between Lawrence and Princeton. Moore's going to hit a chopper down the third baseline. He's going to be called safe. Wow. Wow, he's called Okay, that was an absolutely brutal call. I'm not going to I'm going to be real. Kellen Moore with his fourth single of the afternoon, but he was out by a country mile and the Princeton dugout is absolutely livid right now. I thought like he was definitely out. I'm not yeah, going to lie. In my eyes he looked like he was out. It was I mean, I'm not going to say anything. It was a close call. It definitely was not not right there, but nonetheless a lot of people here on this field frustrated here, so next pitch coming in is a little bit high and inside for Travis. Travis has been on the mound for a while. He's probably going to be sore. Probably going to run like 20 laps tomorrow yeah. at practice. 86 pitches in three innings for Patron. As Tiki Toto comes to the plate for his sixth foray this afternoon, strikeout, walk, 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 single, is a stat line for the sophomore right fielder here this afternoon. But the score is 19 to 8 as Robert Kelly was able to advance on that single. Lawrence leaves leads by a strong 11 runs here over the Princeton Tigers and I'd say barring a miracle freak comeback inning which I don't want to say anything yet because we saw Princeton have a lot of momentum going coming out of the third, going into the bottom of the second inning, and really that bottom of the third inning was where they really shine with those four runs scored. So I don't want to count anything out, but it looks like everything's all but said and done. Lawrence is going to end up with a victory here. Wild pitch for Teak Toto. He will take his base. That is pitch number 90 for Travis Patron, and he just looks dejected. Everybody just looking dejected on the Princeton sidelines right now. Yeah, I mean... And I don't. I don't blame him. It's been a long day. It's a long game day. It's a rough call that just happened. You know, it's just. And it looks like go. Ryan Fobear, the senior, gonna take his first at bat of the year. The left-handed senior, trying to go for, trying to get a base hit here, bat a thousand. I believe Fobear was playing on the JV team today, and he's gonna line one. Down the first baseline, just a little bit foul. Fobert, who was on the varsity team last year, made a varsity start this season as a fielder, I believe. But it seems uh, pretty comfortable in there, swinging the bat. He's, he's chopping at the pitches, too. He's swinging at them, so he definitely wants to get a little something. But he does drop into the count quickly, 0-2 with two outs. Fobert, the senior, just trying to get a base hit. You know, you're up by 11 runs. Why not put some of the other guys in, especially some of the JV guys that are coming over? Fobert takes one down low. You can you can hear the enthusiasm from this entire Lawrence dugout right now. Yeah, they all want him to get on base. They want they want him to earn it, though. They don't want him to get a walk. Or they want him to earn that. Ooh, that's in there. Takes one down low. A lot of frustration by the Princeton coaches right there. It seemed like a ball that could have been called either way. and But they let it stay as a ball. So lifts another pitch. That is high. Full count right here 
for the Cardinals. And you got you got runners on first and second. You're up by 11 runs. If I'm Ryan Fobert, I'm just going for it. Like you're up by 11. I just go for the hit. What if it's a ball by like your eyes? Are you swinging at that? No, well, don't go for that. that well, he is going to hit a chopper through That's the gap. It's going to be a base hit for the senior, Ryan Fobert. It will get the RBI as Kellen Moore will make it 20-8. to eight. Wow. And you can see the piano key smile from Ryan Fobert, his first hit of the year. And the senior he didn't get a whole lot of playing time last year. But this year answers the bell, and it is now 20 zip or 20 to 8 in favor of Princeton. And you got to think, might we might be getting a mercy rule here? Not exactly too sure here. Not sure what the umpires are discussing. Oh. But now they finally put the big 2-0 on the score here on the scoreboard for the Cardinals an absolutely dominating day here looked a little shaky in the third inning and now 96 pitches in. it looks like the managerial staff for the Tigers might finally take Patron out of this and he is saying thank you Lord baby Jesus yeah that was uh, a great uh, I would say I'm not going to say it's the greatest performance but to Warriors performance to stay out there that long and and he did have a bit of frustration but he did hold his ground there so did his thing now the Princeton is calling up the next pitcher here I'm not exactly who sure who they're bringing out nevertheless they're bringing someone out and it is number they're gonna 11. bring up looks like it's going to Michael be Pratt. Michael Parite Parite pardon me in two thirds pinning it pits uh, innings pitched he's got He's allowed two hits, three runs, all three of them earned, two walks, one strikeout, one hit by pitch, an ERA of 42. Not 4.2, 42, as in the number that comes after 41. The number Jackie Robinson wore. Oh, yeah. 42. Probably, yeah, probably should have made that reference. 42, <laughs> number that Curtis Lazar also wears for the New Jersey Devils. Just want to plug up my hockey team there. You know, different sport, but, hey, they're facing the Rangers in the playoffs. I'm happy. Doing better than my Nationals. I know uh, you're a Yankees guy, right? Or Mets, you, you're Mets, 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 Mets. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been that caught up with baseball this week. It's been a little uh, hectic, so I haven't been able to keep up with it. Yeah, no. Nationals really not doing too well. The Yankees giving up nine runs in the third inning against the Yankees yesterday, I believe. Wow. Excuse me, the Twins giving up Ooh, nine I runs. Oh, I saw that on Instagram. I did see that. That was... Uh, that isn't something you usually see happen by the Yankees. Ooh, first pitch is in there by Perrette. Looks at Perrette, first Perrette. pitch of his outing towards Connor Williver, who's going to pinch it here for Deacon Moore. And that's going to be popped up high in the air. Third baseman going back, first baseman going back, and it's going to be a glove catch there. Looks like it's going to be... Ben Walden to finally end the side. So the Cardinals up 20 to 8. Ryan Fobert still with a piano key smile. Definitely getting all the daps up from the entire dugout. But what a game this has been. And we'll see if Lawrence is able to close it out for here in the bottom of the seventh inning. You're listening to Lawrence Cardinals Baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. 
Master Your Finances on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's cwmi.us. It's baseball season. Tune into 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear me, first baseman TJ Neiman, play select Cardinals home and road games on WRRC2. Listen online at 1077thebronc.com. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals Baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Trey Wright alongside Chris Aponte, and it has been a scorched earth kind of game here. As we approach, we are within the three-hour mark of this game. Your Cardinals up 20-8 to over the Princeton Tigers, absolutely poaching the Kitty Cats here. Kitty is not going now. Kitty is going dead and allowing 20 runs. Chris, what an outing this has been for yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah, what an outing overall. You know, they had a lot of ups and downs. This game started the game off very, very quickly. I thought this might be a quick mercy rule, but... Nevertheless, it did not change. And now, as you see, another shot. That's going to be Ben Walden getting an F9 there. Great grab from Teak Toto. So that's one down, two to go. Rohan Kaista on the mound as the closer. His second pitch he throws. That's going to be an F9 for Toto. So one down, two to go. Now we're dipping in into some of the, some of the uh, lower players here for uh, the Tigers. Matt Boglio. The senior coming up here for his first at-bat of the game. Kaista deals one right in the zone. 1-0. Great pitch. Great first pitch to start the count in the zone. Got the pitcher looks staring, watching it go through. Quick 0-1 start with one out in this inning. Kaista deals. That's going to be driven into the gap. Rivera over to Crowley. Two down, one to go, and we go home. One more to go. Uno mas. Uno mas. Yes. Uno mas. It reminds me, what is that, Fruit Gushers commercial? Yeah. yeah. Uno, uno mas. mas. Uno mas. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. We just need uh, just need one more, man. Just one more. One more out. Close the side here for the Cardinals. Hammerschlag up in here, and he is going to line one. Going dap, going deep. Looks like it's going to be caught back there. Oh, wow, Hammerschlag is... might might go for an inside the park home run. He could have it. Hammerschlag is now. He's just going to stick with the triple there. I think he could have made it. He he probably would have been a close call if he would have took. But it uh, nonetheless, they uh, receive a triple there on on that call. And that was a shot, man. That was definitely a shot. That was dead center. So Hammerschlag with the triple. The catcher. Ooh, Hammerschlag, the catcher. He's doing a great job. He's a freshman. 
Yeah. Wow, he's doing a great job back there with this huge. Another strike in there. Nano Cicero. For Rohan. Nano, yeah, Nano uh, Sarsano, rather. Trying to get, trying to get a rally going here. No harm, no foul. And uh, Ronald doesn't want the rally to happen. No, <laughs> it does not. <laughs> he wants. It's Friday night. It is. It says party time. Well, yeah, it is. It is Sprite o'clock for you. It is Sprite o'clock for everybody here. It's gonna be beer o'clock for you soon. I know. Kaista in there. Ooh. Oh, that was just in the zone. Kaista wanted that. Oh boy. Yeah. One, two, count, two outs, 20 to eight. Seems like a football score. Yeah, definitely. That feed does seem like a football score. Maybe just a 21 to seven, but you know, close enough. Pitch coming in by Rohan. And it's in there. Strike three swinging to call the game here. Lawrenceville Cardinals come out victorious against the Princeton Tigers, 20 to eight in a ball game right here. And what a ball game that was. 20 to eight, your final score here in a marathon game. But, hey, we're not just done yet. We're going to be right back here for the post-game rundown and your Cardinal of the game, your most valuable Cardinal MVP here, MVC, rather. You're listening to Lawrence Cardinals Baseball here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro and 107.7 The Bronx.com, WRRC2. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten in part by the Miller Keystone Blood Center in Ewing. Did you know that every two seconds someone in the U.S. requires a blood transfusion? Oh, and here's another interesting fact. 25% of the population will require a blood transfusion in their lifetime. The simple reality is there is no substitute for blood. The only source is a volunteer blood donor. 40% of the population is eligible to donate blood. However, only 4% do. Here's what you need to know. Anyone who is in good health, 16 years of age or older, and weighs 110 pounds or more is the most likely eligible to donate blood. I know you're probably wondering, how can I get involved? If you or someone you know is interested in becoming a donor, Miller Keystone Blood Center in Ewing is a perfect place to donate. For more information, call Miller Keystone Blood Center at 1-800-BA-DONOR or log on to giveapint.org to schedule an appointment. Your blood, their hope. Miller Keystone Blood Center. The ball game has concluded and the players are getting on the bus. But hold on a sec. Who is the player of the game? And what exactly went right or wrong? Regardless if Lawrence won or lost, we're about to find out as we pass the mic back to Chris Aponte and Trey Wright to dissect and analyze today's product on the field. This is the Lawrence Cardinals post-game rundown. Only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. We're back with more 
Lawrence Cardinals baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Trey Wright alongside Chris Aponte and an absolute walloping of the Princeton Tigers. Oof. Final score here this evening, not this afternoon, this evening. <laughs> Lawrence 20, Princeton 8, an absolute walloping. Wallop, wallop. I, wallop, wallop. I'm, I'm a little, literally a broken record. I'm just speechless. Yeah, it is walloping. Yeah. It is uh. <laughs> While I think the game went on for a while, the game started off very uh, quickly and abruptly for the Cardinals. Princeton Tigers uh, responded, and it felt like it was going to be a back-and-forth game until the Cardinals came out with a long stretch of, of runs where they were able to bring home a good amount of their guys. They extended their lead, and they uh, and they they just secured the dominance they, they showed from the beginning of the game. Yeah, we definitely see saw dominance across the board, ranging from Giovanni Brogel to getting so many hits. Um, Kellen Moore... Who had um, four, four RBIs, two strikeouts, and really, really staved off the momentum that Princeton got there in the bottom of the third inning. Uh, you can say really, like a lot of these guys, really, really, like especially like a lot of these guys. I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm exhausted. I'm yeah, talking no, for three it was hours. Just, it was a great game, like you were gonna say, like a bunch of guys you saw that really showed out here tonight. You saw, like you said, Kellen Moore with four RBIs. You saw Deacon Moore start on the on the mound. You know he struggled a bit, but he found his groove and was able to to shut everything out. You had uh, Robert Kelly with a shot for a triple. Um, overall, this game we saw a bunch of runs. Twenty to eight isn't a score you typically see in, in baseball. It's more of a football score. So um, just a high scoring game here with Princeton and Lawrence. And, and, and like we mentioned earlier before, this is the first time Lawrence has beaten Princeton, I believe, in what, three years or three, three, four? Four years since 2019. Four years, so. Since the, since the start of COVID. Yeah, so, so it has It has been a long time coming for this Cardinals team against the Tigers team that has really lost their footing. They fall down to one and five on the season. And Travis Patron, who's probably going to be their uh, pitcher in their next game, I want to say it was against Allentown, but he's going to be out. He threw 96 pitches this afternoon. He is going to be out for at least a week. Same thing with a lot of our guys. But before we wrap up, we're going to name our most valuable Cardinal of the game. And I'm going to say, you know, the player that really stood out for me, because you could you could realistically give it to the entire team, because it was an all-around team effort here this afternoon. But the player that really stood out to me, Ryan Fobert, you know, really getting the, the amount of support he got for the entire dugout and hitting that stand-up uh, RBI single really just got the juices flowing, got everybody really amped up even though they're already up. So for me, Ryan Fobair is my uh, most valuable Cardinal of the game. Yeah, definitely a big game for him. He stepped in in a, in a crucial time for the Cardinals. I uh, got a huge RBI single, and he, I mean, he made it a full count. So, um Again, like you just said, I also agree with that statement. You could pretty much give this award to any guy on the field tonight. Uh, it was a great game by every individual on. Uh, like we mentioned throughout the, the series, the on-base percentage for probably every single player significantly increased after today. So um, overall, just a great game by every single player for the Lawrence Cardinals. Overall, 100%. But that's going to wrap up today's action here from Princeton High School. Your final score here from Princeton Field, Lawrence 20, Princeton 8. The Cardinals raced to 6-1 and one on the season. But, hey, don't go anywhere in the next 24 hours. We are right back at it like a bad habit tomorrow morning. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Tomorrow at 10 a.m., the Cardinals will be back at their home field taking on the Conwell Egan Catholic Eagles. First pitch slated for 10 a.m. tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow morning. So be there for that. But for Chris Aponte, I've been Trey Wright. Thank you for listening to Lawrence Cardinals Baseball only on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2.
This concludes today's game and broadcast. Thanks for tuning in to our coverage of Lawrence High School Baseball only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Miss the broadcast? Don't worry. For an archive of previous games, future broadcast schedules, and further information, head on over to our website, 1077thebronc.com slash LHS Baseball. Lawrence High School Baseball is underwritten by Vocelli Pizza, now serving their famously delicious family pizza and garlic sauce recipes in Lawrenceville. To order, pick up, or delivery, it's vocellipizza.com. And by Pork Chops Barbecue, freshly prepared home-style barbecue, authentic Portuguese cuisine, and even bubble teas in Ewing. For more information, it's pcbbq.com. Let's drive in the deep left field back to the classic hits of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s live from Ryder University's Radio World Magazine featured spectacular radio studios now. That's the game.